I've decided that raising the job seeker to above the poverty line uh, is not sensible, a waste of public funds. Those people don't just spend it on groceries and the local economy. Um, crackheads excluded. Well, yeah, um, well. <laughs> um, but Arg- what we should do instead <laughs> is uh, make the billionaires pay $9,000 less tax. Yes. Uh, Chances are, <clears throat> I would say, <laughs> that if they're a billionaire, they're likely not paying much tax anyway. That's the issue. Yeah. Yeah. So it's this like, $9,000 oh, $9, is actually... less of zero is still zero. <laughs> <laughs> it's only $9,000 on paper, <laughs> figuratively speaking. Uh with imaginary numbers. You know that math C thing? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. How many billionaires are there in Australia? Uh, at least 10. <laughs> I don't know. How many billionaires are there worldwide? How many calories are in these cappuccino bars? Ooh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How many Australian billionaires are there? Jamie, bring that up. <laughs> uh, as of Forbes showed in April 2023, there are at least 50. Wow. Wow. They live amongst us. Well, not really. Among us. You've got uh, Gina. Oh, of course. Of course. Who's obviously Australia's richest. With, yeah. um, the classic. <clears throat> uh, Twiggy Forrest would Tw- be on the list. $27.2 billion net worth oh, for yeah, jeans. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Pocket change. My favorite sentence in this is actually the 68-year-old built her wealth, dot, 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 rebuilding her late father's (laughs) (laughs) financially distressed company. Well, is adding even even 10 cents technically building? (laughs) Yes. Um, But when you can... (laughs) But like, yeah, financially distressed, I don't know, iron ore mining company... I think it's probably pretty simple to, you know, make more money off that. You simply, what, dig more dig iron. Dig more. Yeah, sell more. <laughs> oh, no. Get the deals poor, with the Chinese. The poor iron companies. Yeah. Export it. Don't keep the money locally. They're probably only just more successful than, say, the gold companies in the 1800s. Marginally. Marginally more successful. Man, how much inflation has there been since the 1800s? <laughs> At least 300%. Yeah. I mean, that was the last six months, wow. right? So. Exactly. At least. My favorite inflation meme recently was from the Batuta Advocate, and it was that one that's um, local Vietnamese place still selling a banh mi and a can of soft drink for $7 <laughs> classed as um, World Heritage listed or something. And I was like, yeah, golden. Man, well deserved. $7. That's so cheap. Yeah. Wow. Can't say I've ever encountered a place that cheap. I haven't <laughs> on the Gold Coast. No. Yeah. No, no, no. That's um, true. Normally like 10 bucks with without the drink, sorry. Yeah. 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 Regional Australia, however. Family chook. Um, I'm not Large sure. Chips. Oh yeah, not a barn me in regional <laughs> Australia though. <laughs> I mean, there could be. 
Yeah, but the I feel same like way it's... they place Chinese families out there to oh fuck yeah. okay. <laughs> to have a restaurant in town. Yeah, <laughs> I mean in the rural Tasmanian town of Sheffield, <laughs> there is a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you have a town of murals. Yeah, and a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, mm. yeah. Not a lot of uh, Japanese restaurants out in no rural Australia. Funnily enough, what's the go? Or German ones. Ooh. Or I Italian. On, I think it depends on the region. <laughs> there was an Italian in Sheffield, but they moved. Mm. Mm, that was really good too. <laughs> Top three pizzas I've ever eaten. Not pear and prosciutto before you ask. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Top three. Wow. Yeah. Big claim. Big Carlton supporters. <laughs> <laughs> they do love Carlton for some reason. There has to be a reason. It's because they... they <laughs> The demographic uh, for the suburb Carlton yeah. is um, predominantly uh, uh, Greek and Italian. Oh, There's a lot of concrete yeah. around in Carlton. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Have you been to Ligon Street? I do. I do enjoy Ligon Street. That wasn't what I asked, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to Ligon Street? I do. <laughs> I now yeah, pronounce right, you down. husband in Ligon Street. <laughs> If a man <laughs> if a man could marry a street, it would be it, that street. Yeah, but fact, I think fact. you'd end up with what really awkward um, Christmas times and uh, probably September September's as well would be pretty awkward given yep. that yeah they'd be Carlton supporters. Mm. Ooh, so yep, you win some, you lose some. I'll take the Kazine, but not the footy team. Yeah, you certainly wouldn't be losing any weight married to like on the street. Oh, quite the opposite. <laughs> I have a feeling these uh, cappuccino biscuit bars are Italian uh, dessert inspired uh-huh. by. So um, I certainly would not be losing any weight. These, yeah. these are outrageous. Shout out to Aldi. Oh, there's not many bars left in here, actually. Oh. oh. Such a heavy thunk <laughs> as they That's pull perfectly out the table. Thank you. Do we all have two last week? You fucking. We were greedy last week, weren't yeah, we? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. It's not often something that comes in a pack of nine is so evenly split. Yeah, it just worked out well. Accidentally. Yeah. yeah. Nice work, well. boys. Yeah, great job. Great job. Yeah. We're Full uh, credit. F- fisting each other to the listeners <laughs> at home that can't. Oh, see. you can put up the reel. I could. Wouldn't be very good, though, would it? Nah. Yeah. Not a great one. I'd be going the OnlyFans, maybe. <laughs> Pay per view. Yeah. Don't want to laugh at that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. You do. <laughs> um I would like to say I've watched more of the Auntie Donna show. Oh. But I but, haven't. Yeah, I saw that coming. Um oh. main, I finished it. Mainly because sport belongs on the big TV oh. and it would be the sort of show I would watch in bed before going to sleep. Yeah. But you know, uh troubles with the ABC iView app. Uh, prevent such viewing. Mm. Um, at least ABC and SBS is getting a bit of the budget this year to hopefully <laughs> sort that out, I guess. <laughs> I didn't have any trouble, funnily enough, hmm. at all with the iView. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I actually haven't either. Can't say much about Microsoft Presents NBA.com.au's app. Oh, sorry. 
dot com, I guess. But man, the app sucks. Well, to be fair, you are using an Android device. He also has an Android device. I do. Yeah, but he seems like the kind of guy that would watch it on his computer. Ah, true. But I have watched it on both. No, all phone. Oh. Yeah. Maybe you should try updating the app. Who knows? I've. It's a new app. I haven't Maybe used iView on my un- phone before. Uninstall the app. I have. Maybe you should uninstall it again. Uh, done it twice already. <laughs> it's probably because I have a Google, so... Oh, it's, it's not as Android version are, are usually updated sooner than Samsung. I see. Is that not the, a Samsung? On the bleeding edge oh. of Android technology. Ah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. The bleeding edge cutting out <laughs> the public broadcaster of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll uh I'll potentially get around to viewing some more of it at some point. Maybe I'll hijack a a household iPad. Oh. It has that. been working well on my uh, Apple device, okay. my iPad. I'm only just downloading on my phone now. Give oh, that a go. Interesting. It is very good, though. I'd hardcore recommend. Um, yeah, look, the first two episodes, for me personally, I wouldn't describe as very good. No, I think oh. uh, I think there's better episodes. Game of Thrones first episode, very good. Uh, Auntie Donna's Cafe, first what episode, ha- what not happened, very What good. happened in the first episode? I don't know. Was Here's that the one the head came off? Or that a different one? No, uh, that's the final episode. I feel like I feel like they... They did behead someone, Yeah, yes. they behead someone like straight up. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, cool. Some in like the first 10, 15 minutes or something. Oh, yeah, like that, yeah. that person doesn't exist. Some like local... unnamed character. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think... Probably common bread thief or something like that. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a pretty standard a, punishment for stealing bread. Would mm. a common bread thief, uh, you know, draw such attention? I can't, I can't think of a, a word, but it seems like quite a bit of fuss to make. You know, you could Dr- just... Dr- Dr- that's better or worse than getting sent on a ship for months at a time to a oh, far, hot, arid land. Far better. <laughs> far better. I don't know what history uh, is telling people or what what movies have sort of, you know, the romanticized misconception, mm. but um, sea travel did not seem good <laughs> in ye olde times. There's no way they were having a fun time on the first fleet. <laughs> no. On a completely different note. Okay. I'm scrolling through just the comedy section of ABC iView. Mm-hmm. Yep. There are some bangers in this in this list, oh. and it's free. Okay. Is Superwog still on ABC? Uh, yeah, that's a very, that's very nice background viewing. If you were say, I don't know, painting um, Warhammer, <laughs> me and Zach may have watched that when we were painting Warhammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but what is good is Soulmates, huh. which is you know the Bondi hipsters. You've seen them? Never heard of it. It's no. those two fellas, and they're well, how many reasons? They're just playing the like friends and stuff that are in different eras of time. So there's you know, ah, I see. Yeah, and it's okay. quite it's quite funny. Yeah, it's, would, I would recommend. But um, we're not getting paid by the ABC because they can barely afford to stay alive or whatever. So. Mm. <laughs> I think they're splitting 150-odd million in the, in the budget, so maybe a bit more money in the kitty for us. Well, here's the... Here. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, maybe fucking Salty Seeds will get played on Triple J if they can afford it. Just do a friggin' Elton John-like version. Yeah. Honestly, that's how you just get famous these days. It's I don't Elton like John. any El- Elton John song. Yeah, we know. 
But, you, you know, you put your personal you prejudice, to, yep. prejudice aside and just hit the drums. Harry's yeah, a little no, you're bit, right. you know, soft-spoken. Um, you, could, you could really... Have you talked to him before? You could really dress him up. This is our, you know, malnourished, uh, has beaten cancer twice. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, just to get your foot in the door. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I did not condone these actions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've rambled for 12 minutes. Sorry, that's on me. I started us down a rabbit hole. Triple J, please play Salty Season. That's all we've got this week. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, though, I was mm. listening to Triple J in oh. the work car today because, like, the Bluetooth didn't connect. I was in the car just to go to Aldi and back. Oh. And, you know, it's like one song worth of drive. Yep. Yeah. If you get in the car as a song starts. I heard two songs on the way the way there and one song on the way back and all of them sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so And those were the uh ambiguous tunes of the <laughs> <laughs> One of them was like the chats had, I don't know, a sister band that swore more than the chats. Wow we I see. Um, um Chats. Yeah, fuck, 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 woohoo. The yarns, yeah. maybe? Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the DMs. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, no, it wasn't good. I think Cowboy by Salty Season's much better, but um, whatever. Uh, all right, enough shameless plugs, I reckon. <laughs> maybe let's get into it. All right. All right, cheerio. Do, 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 do. Oh, wow. Attention. What a build up, and I cop an absolute spray from the can as well. No warning. Far out. Well, pay for the whole seat, only use the edge of it, am I right? Were you not prescribed one of the disposable ponchos? Check under your seat, sir. What's going on, everyone? We're here with episode number 60 of the Storm on the Beach podcast, talking about all things great and garbage from our sports viewing this week. What's going on, fellas? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> I was trying to be nice and let Matt go first and then panicked. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, pretty good. Look, I feel a bit bad about that can opening. Um, I held with my left and opened with my right, which is uh, backwards for me. Uh-huh. Um, and it just didn't feel right from the beginning. So uh, that's on me. Matt and I are trying to put it. No, no, he's right. Yeah, he's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. I'm impressed the can was opened at all. I, I'm surprised I didn't spill more. <laughs> <laughs> so I copped a good drop. Yeah, it was, I can see it. Your shorts are wet now. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Well, usually are, but, but yeah. other reasons. Hmm. <laughs> Leaky faucet, I'm assuming. <laughs> Certainly isn't from watching the uh, Carolina Hurricanes or we <laughs> Connor were. McDavid play. No. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matty, what's going on? Uh, not much. Sick. Keelan, what's going on? Yeah, so um, yeah, pretty good week. Uh, good weekend too, mate. 
um, on Saturday, Hot Salty Season, hit the studio to um, to record our next song. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty resounding success. Uh, I think we did a pretty good job. Uh, the mix so far sounds pretty sweet. Pretty obtuse. <laughs> <laughs> um, in this in this upcoming single, we take inspiration from uh, such bands as Catfish and the Bottleman. Oh. Um, great band, great band. Mm-hmm. Who are at seven? In mm-hmm. case you. Yep, sure. The cover we play all the time. Yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, in case you're wondering. Um, and then Sunday we had a gig, our first gig at Miami Marquetta. Um, oh. it, was, uh, it was a good time there. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Would recommend going to that gig on Sunday. <laughs> but it's already happened, so unlucky. So just, uh, just get a time machine and go back. Yeah. It was that good. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Nah, ticket prices weren't, though. Really? They were rude. That was like $45 a ticket because oh. it was a wow festival of four bands. Jeez. On a Sunday. That so is that's why quite I wasn't rude really given there's a, not a lot of parking around there as well. Lots of street parking. Yeah. But yeah, a couple of streets back. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's why I wasn't really pushing it to anyone because I was like, no, I don't want people to spend 45 bucks and see us play 30 minutes. Mm. Mm. Good guy. I know my battles. <laughs> <laughs> Just really uh, tapping into the grassroots without trying to milk them too much. Yeah. Well, I. You... <laughs> Got to like you know push you guys to come spend fifteen dollars when we play at Moe's, um, yeah. Instead of forty five dollars for thirty minutes, so. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, what yeah, what's going on with you? Uh, I'm still sore from last week. Wowee, jeez, not great. We didn't even podcast that hard last week. <laughs> didn't even cramp on the podcast last week either. Yeah, yeah no cramping. Um, but yeah, that full game of basketball last week <laughs> cooked me. That'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Courts are hard and such, so. They certainly are. Is it muscular or are your joints all old man-like? Joints. Yeah, joints. that's rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The muscle aches went away after, you know, a day or so, but it's, uh, yeah, the, old, it's the joints. The old doms has gone after a couple, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So joints. Um, I would like to say I'm on the way back up, but we only played again last night, so unsure yet. <laughs> Uh, still sore. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Not not the best week. Tough biggies. <laughs> hit a, hit the fucking protein shakes in the showers, mate, and we'll be all right. Mm. Yeah, mate. Cold showers. Uh, protein. I like warm showers. Eggs. <laughs> egg white. <Meat>. Egg whites. <laughs> oh, yeah, mate. Whoa. <laughs> Speaking of. Mm. <laughs> What a what a great transition to uh, this week's unofficially sponsored Super Butcher Butcher of the Week. Sorry if you had anything else to say in that previous segment. It no, was just no, too no. good to no, give no, up. No, no, no. That, that's yeah. fine. Um, just hand shook myself. Uh, I've got a nomination. Does anyone else have any before I go? I did, but I didn't put it in. Let me just uh, find it. You can go first. Okay. Uh, mine's on the same vein of what I just mentioned. Uh, I'd like to nominate my ankles. Uh, absolutely cooked from last week's game. Uh, it took... What, we probably had a good 15-minute warm-up before the game, if not longer, mm. Um, mm. last night. And then... Um, I think longer. Yeah, I think it was yeah, 30. Yeah, pro- probably longer. Uh, and then I think I played the first six minutes or so of the game mm. as well. Uh, and I could actually barely run because it was so painful. I had to come off and get some uh, magic spray oh, in a roller onto my ankles just to stop hurting. So... Oof. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was a tough time for that first little bit. I was not moving well. But we got the got the magic spray out and uh, 
and the adrenaline started flowing and it was okay after that. I should have borrowed your magic spray from my nutsack <laughs> when I got absolutely <laughs> KO'd at the end of the game. Uh, spoilers, I got basketball to the nuts in someone's <laughs> hands. It's not a spoiler because I wasn't going to talk about it any other time in this podcast. That's the only part you're going to get. But yeah, <laughs> um, it was not fun. No. Uh, your nomination. Uh, so there's a Facebook page called sportsjoe.uk.co.uk, sorry. Uh, they're a very popular, you know, sport website right. for the UK. I see. Shit name, though. But they've shared uh, this post regarding Leeds United signing Sam Allardyce. Okay. Football manager. Alleged uh, relegation saver. Oh. <laughs> the graphic shows 537 Premier League games managed. 178 Premier League games won, 17 Premier League seasons managed, and it's a photo of the big man himself, right? Nothing right. nothing wrong with that. But the thing they've reshared says, fair play to Leeds for posting stats that show that Allardyce has roughly a one in five win rate when they have four games left. Mm. The math... Not ideal. ...shows that it's very roughly one in five. It's almost exactly one in three. <laughs> 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 so literally I didn't do the math originally and was like lol leads of the butcher of the week yeah, yeah, no yeah. it's this website for not fucking <laughs> fact checking their own shit <laughs> yeah, okay. but yeah we'll see if it saves leads or not TBD I guess mathematically speaking they could almost win two games of the four they have remaining <laughs> so what Potentially. win one draw one that graphic doesn't show how many he draws on average, though. Mm. I mean, I can't remember where leads sit, but, you know, drawing the whole way to the end might be enough depending on what else happens around him. Yeah, it might be okay. More to come, maybe, if we've got time. Who don't, knows? Don't skip ahead. Or do. Oh. Whatever um, Any Any movements, boys, this week for the list? I think it would be rude to just keep adding KO week <laughs> after week. <laughs> I know Keel wants to. <laughs> I wound up so hard and was ready to smack that homer. <laughs> but yeah, no, maybe I won't say KO Sports then. It's fine. I'm so sick of KO. I actually signed up to Foxtel last week. Oh, wow. Um, well, wow. And the only reason I haven't cancelled my KO subscription this, yet this is big. was because they gave me two free months three months ago. <laughs> and it's still rolling for another, you know, a couple of weeks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, might as well. <laughs> they were they were like, oh, we've made the list too many times. Better give this guy a couple free months. If someone yeah. hands you a free, take your pick. VB, you know. Oh, I quite like VB. Tui's new. No, mm. don't do that. That that's too far. It's free, isn't it? I'm not drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> Pouring it out. Yeah, it's gone to the maintaining sink. eye contact. It's gone to the with... sink, and then I'm glassing the person that gave me the Tui's new. <laughs> Can I have another? Just pour it out. <laughs> You're not going to hit me again, are you? <laughs> no. He's just like bleeding out of his face and he, put, and he hands you another one still. You're like, yeah, ah, yeah. Trustworthy guy, huh? I do have a question I want to run by you boys. Uh, we don't really have a segment for this, but just looking for some advice, really. Mm. Okay. Um, should, we, should we go with a quick name? Storm and the boys' advice. Go on. Oh, I like it. Mm. Uh <laughs> I've got a friend. Come on then, Chief. You come up with a better name. 
really easy to criticise. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Fun too. It's so so exhilarating. Can't be against something unless I you're just, for something else. I just I just hate how much it sounds like blokes' advice. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so many things you can put in front of advice. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a, especially starting with the word B. Women's advice doesn't make a whole lot of sense. They have their own. It's just not called women's. It's called. No, it's a real thing. And anyway, uh, I've got a friend who almost day by day, every day, without fail, for at least 30 days now. Is this a friend or a friend? It's a friend. It's not you? No. It's a friend. Friend. A real friend. Uh, We'll call him Big Z. Okay. (laughs) Uh, He, for 30 days straight, has been sending me pictures uh, of his manhood. <laughs> uh, he insists it's not gay and he just wants some help. Um, I'm not a doctor. I keep telling him. <laughs> oh, excuse me. But it's bright red like a canine. And I think it's probably best if he seeks medical help. I don't really know how to break it to him. And I'm considering, should I tell his missus? Uh, what's her fictional name? Uh, we'll call her Miss Hell. Yeah, all right. Uh, Big Z, if you're listening, um, probably go take your red rocket to the doctor. Yeah. I reckon. That's what I reckon. Um, If it's turned into a bit of a lipstick situation, (laughs) (laughs) seek seek some help. Yeah. Um. Probably don't keep sending it to Matt or do. Uh, he's not sending it to me. That's fine. Yeah. But, um, yeah, probably probably go see a GP, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, Hopefully. They... Always get consent before sending pictures of your pictures of your member to, to friends, <laughs> family. Yeah. Um, although, people on the although uh, would you argue consent can be waived uh, <laughs> if the picture is followed by a JK? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not. Um, I would agree. I would not. Yeah, <laughs> um, say that seems we're all in agreement. Waiver. Yeah, maybe. Please stop Look, sending me photos, Zach. Maybe if it is under a, under a genuine medical context. Mm, yeah. Mm-mm. Maybe then you can send. I mean, I wouldn't. Um, this big Z guy. I don't know. Yeah. Something sounds something's wrong with him besides just his red rocket. Um, Oh, who knows? Some mental issue, perhaps. Perhaps. I mean, even then, if you're going to send the photo, probably send a message first that says, does this look normal? That would have been nice. And then send the... Not the other way around. Don't send image well, and then... Maybe he was trying not to put any uh, predetermined mm. opinions uh, in your mind. Um, like, what is normal? Yeah, exactly. Um, kind of like a spot the difference without the spot the difference. Like, yep. spot the problem. If you can't see it at first glance, maybe it is normal. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, hmm. I, I assume your first response was, whoa, that's tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Although he did call him Big, big Z, so maybe not. I, I, I was surprised by the size, uh, given the friend's stature. Mm. He's, he's quite tall. Mm. Was funny. Hmm. But uh, yeah, no. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the advice. Make sure you pass it on to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Just see link it, link him to the doctor. pod. Yeah. If he's not already a. Uh, it's not a bad idea. If he's not already yeah. a fan. Yeah. 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 All right. Ma- maybe get him to call in with his problems next time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> FaceTime in. <laughs> hey guys, I got this spot. <laughs> All right, should we uh, get into uh, the round eight recap time on? I think we should. Uh, yeah, let me just... Um... Uh... <laughs> 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 really glad we pre-recorded that one. <laughs> uh... All right, starting the round with Friday Night Footy at Marvel Stadium. And the Blues, with their bags filled with hope after bombarding the Eagles, hosted the known non-travelling Brisbane Lions, who were looking to add to their kill count after slaughtering the Dockers at the Gabbatoir. Shout out to the bookies for giving us underdog odds on the top four bound Lions in this matchup. But to their credit, the Blues kept it close for the first quarter. But for the next two quarters, they could have been renamed the Carlton Misery, Gloom or Sorrow. as they kicked a combined 10 points in the second and third quarters. The only good performances on Carlton's side were a pair of goals each to Corey Durden and Jesse Motlop and 33 disposals to Adinchera. Otherwise, you could have just described Carlton as super bad. (laughs) Charlie Cameron was damaging when Carlton made poor decisions down back. Like the scraping you get on the inside of your cheeks trying to put a whole corn chip in your mouth, CC was wreaking havoc in the pockets, finishing with four goals. Zach Bailey had no problem squaring his shots away, contributing four goals straight, while Gunston fired in two goals and Joe Danner hurt them with his pair of majors. The Brisbane workhorse recruit Josh Dunkleaving Carlton posterised with his 33 disposals and 13 tackles. After their hopes were inflated from last week's win, Carlton once again let their fans down, leaving them to suck the air out of their own blue bags from the anxiety of missing finals again. The Brisbane Lions shaking off their road trip woes and roaring towards a top four ladder spot. Carlton Blues, 11-8-74. Brisbane Lions, 15-10-100. Uh, I commented on the only 10 points combined second and third quarter. Uh, shout out to Carlton. Um, screaming out of the blocks uh, and... Contributing nothing for the uh, total match points to not hit the over of 174 and a half. Finished on 174. Ooh, that's rough. Bookies laughing everywhere. Well, the secret is you always bet the under. So. Mm. Mm. You would have been happy. (laughs) 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 I believe I have the next game. And, uh, we kick off the Saturday games with uh, a game of the MCG, Richmond versus the West Coast Eagles. And I'm really sorry. I'm not going to keep that accent up. That was not very good. Feel free. I've lost it anyway. It's all good. <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, we start off with a classic West Coast performance. Uh, they scored first. Wow. Congratulations, West Coast. But as we know what happens next, um, when West Coast score first, uh, they got smashed. <laughs> <laughs> Uncharacteristic. Uh, the AFL riders had this as a <clears throat> contested game for three quarters uh, before the Sleeping Tigers woke up and booted nine of the last ten goals. Interesting. Yep. Um, 
Look, fair credit to West Coast. It on on the worm, it looks reasonably contested. Um, they did try their very best, but the scoreline does not show that. Uh, so, suck a fat one. <laughs> <laughs> In the words of one AFL.com.au writer, a virtuoso performance from Shy Bolton, collecting 31 disposals, of which 18 were won in a contested manner. <clears throat> Full credit to Bolton here, but uh, what kind of writing is that? Oh. Sounds like someone was trying to hit a word count and had just been given their first thesaurus. <laughs> you don't have to fucking waffle on with the, you know, they were one in a contested manner. <laughs> just say 18 contested because disposals and roll on. Like literally. It, was, it wasn't even in the game recap. It was in the the timeline of the mm, game, mm, like mm. literally seconds after the game had ended. Some yep. cunt had typed that into chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> it might be fresh out of the <clears throat> uh, university diploma. Ah, uh, mm. yeah, that's probably accurate. Now, uh, Oscar Allen has scored multiple goals in every game this season for the Eagles, Eagles after scoring four against the Tigers. So congratulations. Um, but ultimately, pretty useless. <laughs> I was trying to think of you know something as useless as funny analogy here. Um, I couldn't because it's it's as it's as useless as it gets. <laughs> uh, ashtray on a motorbike. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's so good. Um, uh, ice maker on the Titanic. Ooh, not that. Well, maybe now. Yeah, look, I tried. I'm really sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> Eagles already have 18 people. Sorry, already had 17 people on the injury list. Jai Cully was uh, the latest though to join the Eagles curse. He will uh, likely make his return next season after rupturing his ACL. Ooh. You hate to see the nine-gamer rising star nominee cop a cruel injury like that. Um, so, yeah, yeah they have brutal. 18 blokes on their injury list. Not good. Far out. Really not good. Um, as of time of writing, which was, I don't know, a couple of days ago. So. <laughs> I was could looking, be more. I was looking. <laughs> could have been struck by lightning. <laughs> they they actually updated the injury list the, uh, yesterday. Yep, yep. Um, And I think there was two people that had been changed to test mm-hmm. for this week's game. Yep. So not confirmed ins yet, but they might have two returning players. Wow. Um, Down to only 16 injured. What a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Little snack. Um, but yeah, ultimately, as I um, uh, touched on earlier, uh, Richmond 15-14-104, West Coast 8-10-58. Um, I didn't really enjoy much of this. If I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that might be the running theme for the round. Yeah. Mm. Um, which I have a fun fact for the entire round. Please remind me at the end of all. Similar feelings. Okay. Over to GM HBA. Oh. Oh. I believe it's H in Australia. <laughs> Correct. Excuse me again. I've got to stop doing that. Pronunciation, pronunciation <laughs> is uh, <laughs> quite, quite a debate. <laughs> no. The G Long Cats are all the way back. And that's the real deal, genuine Storm in the Beach trademark promise. I see what you're doing here. Not this EPL <laughs> Liverpool all the way back, where they then lose to a bottom four team the following week. Southampton are looking strong. Adelaide. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Adelaide have not won at GMHBA since 2003. That's a true fortress. Unlike that fake fortress, Anfield, <laughs> I've heard so little about. <laughs> Jeremy Cameron bagged himself a hat trick. Unlike that Mo Salah fella, who hasn't even scored one measly hat trick this 2022 EPL season. Uh, to any fan of sport, <laughs> that, that's an egregious sentence I just wrote. Hopefully, hopefully someone picks up on that. Uh, no, it seemed fine to me. Mo Salah did actually score a hat trick in the UEFA in the 2022 year, in around the October. UEFA. The fastest hat trick ever recorded, I believe. It wasn't in the APL though, was it? No. No, no just in the... Doesn't, doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Probably in some farmer's league team in group play. So, yeah, talk about false idols. Fans were edging on their seats throughout the first quarter until the Cats kicked five of six goals within 15 minutes of the second term. Ooh. All excitement pretty much vanished from the game as the aforementioned all-the-way-back Cats put on a display of AFL dominance. No Cats were harmed in this production of AFL. The Cats ironically kicked back and demolished Adelaide with 28 shots on to 17, inaccuracy sparing the Crows from humiliation. Final score, Geelong 98, Crows 72. Uh, I believe Geelong kicked 14-14 to 11-6, something like that. Uh, so Brutal. 11-6 is pretty good kicking. 14 behinds, obviously not. Could have been a completely different story. Mm. One one less goal than uh, Richmond just before that. Wow. They kicked 15-14. I will say, though, uh, GMHBA, which is truly considered, you know, the home ground, the, the gabatoire yep. of the Cats as such. Uh, or the Cattery, I think is what Isaac calls it. The Cattery. It's known as the Cattery, yes. Oh, is that official, not just what you say? It's not just a thing I say. People have been saying the Cattery. Fuck. <laughs> That's shocking. <laughs> For a long time. Too. That's really unfortunate. Yeah. Let's workshop that. Yeah, no, that's, that's, a big, that's a big J word, the Cattery. Mm. <laughs> the, um, the crows that don't travel well uh, traditionally uh, only lost by about 30 points or 20, 26 points. 26 not terrible. Not the terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It has a you know, pretty well formed for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which yeah. have shown some strength uh, in the later half of the first third of the season. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big J. Jeez, he had a good first 10 minutes of the first quarter last week. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Speaking of... Ten minutes. It took Salah under under ten minutes to score that fastest hat trick. Fuck off. Against, yeah, against who? Six minutes, twelve seconds against a literal Farmers League team. <laughs> That's <laughs> the, still obscene. Uh, Rangers. Oh, right. So yeah, yeah Scottish Scottish yeah. team. That's um, just fully taking the piss. Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> kind of shit. Yeah, he came on as a substitute. So. Did they just and it and it did took they him, just form a tunnel and applaud <laughs> as he ran down the field? Took him seven minutes to get the first goal, and then yeah, between first and third was six minutes twelve. Wow, oh my god! So I think even if you include you know the time he spent warming into the game, that mm. seven minutes, I feel like you know still still pretty, pretty fucking rapid, pretty impressive. 
Salah is only 30 years old in what is, well, you know, with Ronaldo and such. Mm. He'll probably play till he's 50. Easiest sport in the world. Factually proven. (laughs) (laughs) Many hat tricks to come. Well, he's just logged another 30 goal season. Yeah, exactly. um, Which I think is four out of six of his seasons with the pool have Mm. been 30 goal, maybe. Wow. So the others were like 27 and 24. One of the one of those I think was forgettable years. One of those was like the league winning year though. Yeah. So I think you're like, yeah, all right, that's fine. <laughs> Still one. Actually, don't skip ahead. Fair Dinkum, real deal commentary, ESPN. Uh Kitch is having a bit of a quiet offensive night tonight with twenty nine points, sixty percent fewer. <laughs> Sorry he doesn't score fifty every game. Thirty points. That was like me in the chat the other day though, when I tuned in and um was like, Oh, KD's looking a bit off his game and I stayed in the third quarter and he already had like fucking twenty eight buckets or yeah. points or something. I was like, fuck whoops. <laughs> My bad. He didn't look good though in the third quarter. Like I sh- like he looked so out of place. The Slim Reaper. And I did preface my entire message with right now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Currently, yeah. currently. He, looks, he looks like he's taking it off. Fourth quarter, he did switch it back on again. He was though. sitting on the bench at the time. Yeah. He's looking a bit <laughs> off right now. Oh, it was fucking... It was Not Chris, getting any it was shots Chris up. Paul I was looking at. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> All right. We traveled to the Gold Coast on sunny Saturday afternoon. After office hours at the bank, the Melbourne Demons looking to withdraw four points. I've been anticipating this one. <laughs> this is going to be a big recap. <laughs> it, it's pretty long. <laughs> That's season one, Storm of the Beach long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a... Wow. The Suns coming into the match with the sobering thought of being millerless while facing one of the competition's best midfield groups. In a close game, uh, close game at Heritage Bank, it seemed... Everyone's interest in cashing in in front of goal was compounded. With 17 individual goal kickers and six players completing a double deposit. Including Melbourne's newly developed twin towers, Gorn and Grundy, while Casbolt, Chol and King each kicked a pair. Leading all goal scorers was Roses, who was red, hot, with four goals straight. While Jared Witts was beaten blue after winning... 35 hitouts more than Gorn and Grundy combined. <laughs> Without his midfield spiritual leader, Tuke Morpheus Miller, Neoa the One Anderson showed he was coded into wherever the footy was going, <laughs> collecting 37 disposals and 10 clearances. Darcy McPherson was a model, had a model game off halfback with his 30 disposals, while Clayton was all over it for the Ds with 28 touches. With his new plant-based diet, Matt Rowe was clean on the inside, seeing everything with 10 crystal clearances. Coming into three-quarter time, and all the Kings men got around Ben as he kicked the scores level going into the final break. Stole that one from the big Jays at Fox Footy. I did hear that Yeah, one. yeah, It's too good. Thanks for crediting it. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gives a bit more credibility. Uh, accountable journalism and such. What's that? Journalistic integrity. <laughs> Oxymoron. (laughs) (laughs) I like to think I'm not that stupid. (laughs) (laughs) This fucking guy. (laughs) 
The best fourth quarter side in the comp hit the scoreboard again first. Christian Petrarca answered the prayers of Melbourne fans before a dubious off-the-ball call from near halfway on the wing resulted in possession being handed over to the Demons at the top of the goal square, guaranteeing Max Gorn his second goal. It wasn't until the following day that someone was able to find some grainy footage from the opposite end of the ground that showed what it was for. Ben King bumping into Harrison Petty, who folded like a cheap camp chair under your hefty uncle at the family barbecue. (laughs) The Demons got out to what seemed like an insurmountable 15-point lead with 10 minutes to go. But it was Noah Anderson who scored it, who socketed it through to light a small fire for the Suns. Thanks to pressure in the pocket from Big Levi, Tom Berry sent a sweet handball over the top to Roses, who wasn't stopping to be smelled with his fourth goal, bringing the margin back to four points. A missed call on David was a hard pill to swallow for Suns fans, and the Demons had a couple of opportunities to ice the game, but couldn't, leaving the Suns with a snowflake's chance of stealing it. The ball tumbled into a big marking contest with 50 seconds to go, Max Gorn committed the most professional of fouls, two hands pushing Troll out as he was flying perfectly towards the path of the ball. Lakosha then scooped up the loose ball and while attempting to snap it, was two hands pushed in the back. But luckily for the Suns, it ended up in McPherson's lap for a shot at only his 27th goal of his 79-game career to take the lead. Unfortunately, it was not meant to be. Darcy sprayed right, and the sun set on the chance for the comeback win at home. Gold Coast, 13-7-85. Melbourne, 13-12-90. Uh, Matt, I believe, filled in some uh, nice hashtags here for me, which I would uh, agree <laughs> uh, with. I started this, actually. Oh, nice. Excellent. Well, yeah. thank you. Uh, hashtag AFL rigged. Ha- hashtag uh, VFL versus world. That's where I stopped. Uh, excellent. Uh, hashtag facts. Hashtag fact-based podcast. Hashtag nothing but facts. <laughs> so just just like to clarify, um, see how my two jokes there were, um, in fact, two separate jokes, mm-hmm. whereas Matt's three hashtags were all the same joke. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, obviously, I tipped Melbourne coming into this. I think we all did. Yeah. As expected. Sensible. Sensible choice. Emotional. Emotional hedge. Hedge. If you will. Trends. Um but when we when we got Emotional to hedge fund at Heritage Bank. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. How good. Yeah. Well. Uh, write that down. Um, <laughs> when we got into three quarter time and banking slotted that goal for mm. everybody and mm-hmm. it all tied up. I, I was obviously sitting watching on my couch. Once that happened, I ran down to the bedroom and got all my son's kit on. Just for the vibes. Your fault. Just for the vibes. I got everything on. If you put the kid on halfway through, no, it's bad no, juju. No, no, no. Should have had it on already. Um, and then, uh, you know, it started going poorly at the start of the quarter. Um, but Sam was next door at the neighbours and uh, they they had asked, because they knew I was watching the game, if I was wearing all my stuff. And mm. she was like, oh, no, don't think so. He was just sitting there watching it. So she tunes in to the camera that's in the living room, <laughs> opens it up and sees me in all my gear <laughs> as um, I can't, couldn't tell you what happened. Something rigged at the end of it, probably mm. sometime in the last two minutes or so where there was an on-call. And she tunes in with sound uh, while the neighbours are there looking to me standing up in front of the TV going, that's fucking ridiculous. This sport's fucking rigged. Every time we get close. 
<laughs> fucking VFL throws it away. <laughs> given so, given that they're security cams, was that recorded? Uh, that one's not recorded. Doesn't have a oh. doesn't have a card in it, unfortunately. But I was I was already mentally prepared for if we were going to pull off this win, mm. there would have been a video instantly on all our socials. <laughs> That would have been something along the lines of, uh, you know, fuck you, fuck your officials, doesn't matter, we got it one anyway, <laughs> don't need Tuke Miller. Heartbreaking. Best midfield in the competition. It's getting, getting kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> that is heartbreaking. Um, I mean, obviously Darcy McPherson mm. had a shot to tie it up, mm. um, you know. Uh, all yeah, the D's fans on social. I, I would rather uh, Marby or Chol or Jack Lacocious to take that shot just quietly. Mm. Um, all the D's fans are like, oh, well, he had a shot to tie it up, but he missed. It's like, yeah, well, you guys had two uh, two goals instantly from free kicks. Mm. Dubious. Uh, at dubious at best. And you kicked like three behinds in the last five minutes to not ice the game. Mm-hmm. And it came down to two non-decisions at the end, mm. deciding the outcome. So, normally, I'm a big fan of the umpires saying we need them, stuff like that. They don't usually decide the outcome. Pretty pretty clear in this one that they had uh, some sort of bearing, unfortunately. Yeah. Whether intentional or not. No, exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, I think it could even be the sort of thing you see in the NBA where they almost don't want to call stuff in the last two minutes because they don't want to have a factor on the outcome. To mm-hmm. And it's like, but... You're already doing that. You're already controlling the outcome for the other 98% of the game. Just do it the same way. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think a decision, when it's that close, means more at the end, though, too. Definitely. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Like it's- I think the thing, just besides those two, you know, the holding on David Swallow and then the push out, mm. or, and then the push in the back, which wasn't even seen up because Chol was pushed into the Narang River just about, um, uh, was the overturn of the kick out from literally a hundred meters away. That w- that was the one where Max Gorn kicked his second goal. Oh. So the demons had kicked it behind. Mm. Ben King on this grainy footage you can see he comes up and bumps Harrison Petty in the back mm. and he flops over. And then they give a downfield res- reversal from where the ball is. This w- that happened in front of the interchange benches. Mm-hmm. So the downfield reversal of where the ball is was the goal square from the kick out. Yeah. Literally can't get more, you know, any easier than that. It was essentially a free kick and a 100-meter penalty. Yeah, what the and fuck? It's like, surely stuff like that, not even like a reportable offense or anything like Surely that's just from the spot of the ball. What was the bump like? Was it, I don't know. Was it like, hip and shoulder? Or, or? Yeah, like you yeah, see. classic bump. Yeah, like you see a million times in an AFL yeah, game to people like, hanging like out near each other. shoulder to his head or anything. No, exactly. No, it's just that Petty was feeling pretty. Exactly. Like his namesake, I suppose. Yeah. Crumpled. What a bitch. And like all the Fox footy commentators couldn't provide commentary on it because there was literally no camera angles on it. They tried to show a replay of what had occurred during, you know, after the goal was kicked during Mm. that break. And the camera had like panned and panned away from that section because a kick in was coming. So it's like... (laughs) I don't even know what footage they had because it certainly wasn't broadcast footage. Yeah, okay. it, it was like, I don't know, CCTV from the stadium or something of of the occurrence. 
See, you should always Quite have your CCTV noise. recording. Pretty much, mm. yeah, pretty much. Um, and then we could have a meme video as well as dodgy recording <laughs> or whatever. Uh, oh, well, would have been nice to win that one. Credit to uh, nice. credit to the guys in the midfield, though, against the Demons. Uh, Witsy, huge game against two of the you know better Ruckman in the competition. Uh, Noah Anderson, massive. Well, against two Ruckmen that are actually... Ruckman. Ruckcraft yeah. Ruckman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is good. Exactly. He's not a Geelong... They're not Geelong Ruckman. No, not Collingwood Ruckman either. Mm. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Maddie, continue us on. My apologies. Over to the <laughs> ACT. Greater Western Sydney graciously invited the Footscray boys out to Canberra for a night out in the town, kicking off at the local club... Slash pub, slash strip joint, the honey hole. (laughs) (laughs) Bailey was licking his lips in anticipation to visit the nation's capital. New South Wales has the highest cocaine usage (laughs) in the country. Although the ACT's decriminalisation of sweet, sweet Peruvian nose candy won't be in full effect until October this year, that's never stopped him before. (laughs) (laughs) Super Saturday at the honey hole saw doubles on features and all-you-can-eat Italian buffet. The boys were feasting good. Marcus Ravioli white wine tortellini got himself 32 <laughs> scoops of pasta, while Tom Spaghetti Pancetta Parmigiano Carbonara nibbled away at 29 breadsticks. Bailey emerged from the boys' room 32 bags deep. The lads were ready for a game. Naughty Norton, with, with his glorious locks, had the Sydney dancers looking all googly-eyed. Miss Idun and Sweet Lady Brown couldn't stop coming as the big fella snapped four goals. That one was super lame to write, but it was right there. I had to take it. The whole dog's forward line were throwing down bands at the uh, GWS dancers, raining down more money than Floyd Mayweather in a Miami club. Honey Hole's owner, Kingsley, was struggling to contain the boisterous Western blokes without his primo bouncer, Green, with an E, who called in sick (laughs) earlier that day. But he was able to keep the police away with no noise complaints. Uh, yet to give up a margin of greater than 21 points, uh, greater worse than Sydney, despite their losing record. Uh, so not too bad. Little Adam Trelaw got up to some mischief, wandering through to the private back rooms where he blew his load <laughs> promptly after sitting down and sadly had to leave the club early. Uh, hopefully he hurt his hamstring. Hopefully it's not too serious. Uh, we hope he can make a speedy recovery. The dogs mm. controlled the scene all night long, raining stacks, filling their bellies, and partying on Sydney's tab. Final score, Bulldogs 86, GWS 71. Looked uh, looked a little chilly. Um, there was possibly the most long-sleeve guarantees on a single team I've ever seen. Oh, man. It was raining, too. It was pouring down <laughs> Canberra, which um, was probably... Well, some, somehow was, better. It was good because there were fore- a forecast hail. Yeah, well, that <laughs> that and it being overcast meant it was probably actually warmer than it should have been too mm. at nine degrees instead of uh, like one the next day. Yeah, with max I, I think legitimately it hailed the next day. Yeah. Because um, um, I saw a photo and it looked like it was covered in snow, but no, it was just a lot of hail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me fact check. Yeah, no, that's that's the wrong date. But yeah, there was um, a there was a few boys with the uh, with the long sleeves on. Mm. What date was it? That game was played the sixth. Yeah, okay. 
Three days ago. There you go. Yep. Temperatures are well below. Yep. Snow is possible. Cop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was cold, essentially. Yep. That was... um. That's all the info you get. <laughs> I really hope the honey hole catches on. I think that's a brilliant name. I hope it doesn't because uh, all BJ will do is uh, ruin it. So mm, They will. Mm. With their weird boomer jokes. Oh, BT, what do you think of the uh, honey hole? <laughs> Sounds like uh, one of those places you're not meant to get caught by the wife. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even sound like that. But it's it's what I hear in my head. <laughs> you you touched that's pretty on, that's pretty good though. That is pretty good. Um, you touched on uh, Bailey's habits, and it's mm. interesting uh, to note from a marketing perspective that he's not nearly pushed down our throats as much this year as mm. he was in the past couple years before his uh, antics. Mm. Now they've uh, instead got a, a a slightly bigger flogger with a mullet. Uh, Sam Draper that they're shoving onto us. Um, he's much larger. <laughs> <laughs> unless, uh, unless you're saying flog-wise. Uh, no, much larger in both aspects. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Um, I was wearing full kit for this, and by full kit I mean just one one Guernsey. Mm-hmm. But I was wearing it all day for the, for the fucking late kickoff too, so... Wow. Reasonably dedicated, Commitment. yeah. So we travelled to Optus Stadium for. Did, oh, sorry, sorry, I dude. I was that, I was mid flow. Hey, like that was. Did you leave the house in your Guernsey? Yeah, that's that's true. That left the house at eight a.m. Our co-host was and about in a hawk's jersey. And about in a hawk's jersey. <laughs> that's it was, he, my, it was my Anzac Day shirt. He, that's he's not, evidence. That's love. He's for not the, team. the regular uh, Richmond supporter <laughs> you see with the brand new bumper stickers cruising around the Gold Coast. Oh, this brand is new a, Guernsey, though. This you know, is a hawk's Guernsey. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. <laughs> I'm trying to get up the photo evidence, but I can't load it. I did see photographic Yeah, there's photographic so proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, behind yep. the drum kit. You love Shoulders out. Whew. That's loyalty. <laughs> mm. Real loyalty. Mm. You can't buy that. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> Leave uh, it. Yep. They they don't deserve it. No, they do. But here he is. There was a there was a thing. Uh, I think it could have even been Big Z sent to me today. Um, the, uh, oh, you know Big Z as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sent to me on on social media, Instagram, perhaps. Um, Maybe of. Uh, you know, a thing saying uh, blokes will cheat on their wife, but not on uh, on their footy team, even oh. though they suck. Yeah. And, it, and top comment, uh, <laughs> that's because their team fucked them every yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, <it's> t- <laughs> I, I may have partaken in the same meme. Yeah, and it, yeah. It's just as good verbally as it does. I was about as excited as a six-year-old kid on Christmas <laughs> as you were telling that story. <laughs> he, he's going to say the line. <laughs> One of those movies where you know exactly what's going to happen because yeah. you've watched it ten times and you yeah. still enjoy it. You're sitting there like... Oh, do you know Viggo Mortensen actually broke his tongue? <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting there like... Uh... <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> They're like DiCaprio and you kick yourself up at eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. No, but now that my recap's been completely dismantled, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, 
this is probably going to not be very good now because mm-hmm. Matt ruined my flow. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, mm-hmm. So thanks, everyone. But yeah, we travelled to Optus. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> Right, I didn't write it down. I didn't write this down. I'm going to start with something else. So, Fremantle were wearing special Guernseys. Did you yes. watch the game? Uh, yes. They, they yeah. looked good. They did not. <laughs> Shut up. They, oh. did. they didn't look good. Controversial. <laughs> so, that, uh, 75% certain. 75% certain they were for the Starlight Children's, they are, they whatever. Are, they are. Yeah. Good but course, you Google course. them. You Google Frio Starlight Guernsey or whatever. Yep. There's fucking. There's nothing. There's like one web page. Oh. They're like they're like they were like barely trying to raise money. It seems. Mm, mm. Uh, you go on their Instagram and there's you know a mention of it. There was yeah. a, a auction uh, off a Monday. Oh, cool. um, what's his first name? David. David. There was a Dave Monday thing where he picked up a kid and you know said hi to him or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Loki, his hairline's looking better. I reckon he's hit Ashley and Martin. Maybe it's just that he's not sweaty. Yeah. Yeah, it's not slick back. Um, but. Those Guernseys were marketed poorly because, you know, people should have just been able to donate quite easily with like a click of a button or whatever to their thing. Yes, exactly. And then um, whatever, uh, I assume they did an auction afterwards. You would they, think they you usually think do. So. That's what the Suns did. Um, I heard nothing of this when watching the game live <laughs> Yeah. on KO Sports. It could yeah. have been their fault. Mm. KO Sports, that is. Um, <laughs> Probably. But the Guernseys themselves, the stars look like they got... Matt reckons that looks good. It's Atrocious. fucking shocking. It looks like it's made out of fucking clip art. It- <laughs> I was thinking of a different Guernsey. <laughs> what other Guernsey this week had that many stars on it? There, there was a team in the Brisbane Carlton game that had a jersey <laughs> unlike their regular one. Carlton had... Uh, it might have been GWS then if it was in Car- the Brisbane Carlton game. <laughs> Carlton had some orange on theirs and orange socks, I believe, for... Whatever charity, I think of it was around. Mm. I, I thought that looked pretty cool. It, it looked there. Okay, Can you bring up a photo. Of that? Uh, sure, but uh, yeah, the um, starlight one, the wand, the wand, the traditional logo they have has been clip artified, two and a half deed, if you will, fake, um, <laughs> fake depth added, maybe a drop shadow, and it looks foul. Yeah. Um. Yeah. um so like yeah, I mean, Golkus had a rise up. Yes. One yeah, with is. the blue. Yeah trim yeah uh, i um not, bad. not terrible yeah i'm not a fan of that the uh, carlton uh, very contrasting trim. yeah it's a little too much bit going on yeah did brisbane have a special guernsey was it white i think it was just in a way mm. oh yeah i, see. I, I don't believe think, it was I don't think every team had one i think it was only probably realistically only home teams if that that starlight mm. jersey i don't think hawks did one is not good though no it's shocking no no, it's, so I, um, I, everything makes a lot more sense right now. <laughs> I don't think Collingwood did a special thing either. Come to think of it, I didn't see anything no, I, special. I, I don't think it was a wasn't it's not mandatory. It's not a mandatory like whole you know charity yeah. round or whatever. It's just around, I guess, a few teams picked to do something on. But yeah, essentially, market it better and make yeah. your shit prettier. Don't don't make those again. Never make those. Again. <laughs> Take a line out of the Hawks Anzac Day one. Do it like completely flat. Art style, yeah, because it just looks better on a Guernsey. Yep. You don't need fake depth. Um, go on. Uh, yeah. Speaking of footy, I suppose. Speaking of the Hawks, yeah. Um, uh, Frio suck, and Hawthorne made them look very good. The Dockers might be back to winning ways, but I wouldn't count them as contenders to make finals still. <laughs> 
But yeah, here's some jacks. Mate, that's looking stupid, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. Co- copped a few <laughs> for that pick. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Look. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the uh, the jokes. Um, Jai didn't miss much from his four shots on goal. He grabbed four goals and a behind. Uh, and Michael Frederick wasn't too far behind him, also having four attempts, but he got three goals, and I guess he sprayed one way too far. In a, in a surprise to no one that has watched a lot of Sam Frost recently, he topped the game in clangers <laughs> with seven. Uh, something that doesn't really look great on a defender's resume. Now, I actually made sure I was, you know, roasting him appropriately. A clanger is just an error made by a player resulting in a negative thing for your team. Yep. yep. Um, midfielders usually end up with a pretty decent amount of them just mm-hmm. because, you know, contested possession, you know, a handball that gets picked team. off yep. because, you know, yep. high traffic area. Mm-hmm. When you're one of two key defenders on a tight on a side and you 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 most of your possessions are pretty deep you probably don't really want to give possession away not ideal um, to be committing clangers where they are no 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 that's um, passing so, the ball back through the through the try line <laughs> yeah that's a great analogy <laughs> I, love, I love nrl that's going to hit home to so many of our listeners <laughs> oh i've got a good one that's um NRL fans so, and afl fans are natural born enemies no the one right in front of you is um that is playing AFL kick and kicking across the goal as a oh, defender. Yes. Because um, you're copping that. <laughs> I should left, have right just and center. said the same thing that's also true in any sport where you're protecting a goal line. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that wasn't good. Uh, back to Frio, unfortunately. Andrew was looking break sure of himself again. <laughs> um, the poor Hawks side was pumping up his numbers um, while he's still pushing through a knee injury, which I hadn't. I hadn't heard that he was actually injured, but Interesting. That one AFL.com writer thought it was an important thing to mention. Um, the dickhead <laughs> you thought lo- they sucked before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the dickhead logged 34 disposals and two goals. Um, maybe he will return to his elite level 2022 form, but um, uh, this disgruntled Storm of the Beach employee hopes Frio fuck off. Um <laughs> Also, low-key, the AFL match recap writer noted his disposals, uh, as in uh, Brayshaw's disposals, as 33 for the game instead of the official stat line of 34. One wow. job. Um, so, shout out to Nathan Schmuck. He had me feeling like a schmuck who had mistyped his notes and had me second-guessing stats left, right, and center for the rest of the game because <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll, who performed best? Mm. Um, I was looking back and forward too much. Um, shame on you, Mr. Schmuck. You are the true schmuck. You can tell what kind of mood I was in. (laughs) Imagine getting called out by a shitty little podcast when you actually work for the AFL. Yeah, but literally his one job. Yeah. And he's not he's not that guy in that previous one that I was complaining about that was in like the timeline. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't get the author for the no, timeline no, no, stuff. No. You only, you know, <laughs> they got to protect them. This guy, <laughs> this guy got paid for many hours of work to write this recap and fuck, <laughs> fuck a stat. That's, that's tough. Um, but yeah, Connor Nash was once again, a shining light. The big Irishman continues to impress 26 disposals, eight tackles, eight clearances and 11 contested possessions. Frio, um, uh, 18, and Hawthorne, seven, six, forty eight. <clears throat> yeah, look, would have nice, been nice to get that one and have a perk around, but it is what it is. Oh, uh, just quietly as well. 
what I should have had for Butcher of the Week, actually, is uh, Oxenford McDonald's. Oh. Go on. Because during this game, um, sorry, at the studio, I was told about the My Macca's special, $6.90 for a small Big Mac meal Mm -hmm. and a cheeseburger. I've cashed in on that one recently as well. So I was like, that sounds lovely. I have to go from watching the Suns game at the studio to watching Hawthorne at home. I need quick dinner. Yep. Picked up my my meal and such. Went home. Cold. Five minutes after picking it up. I was like, well, surely this was cold initially, right? Yes. Had to be. That's someone else's meal. And it was fine, right? It was, yeah, right. Actually, though, <laughs> yeah, probably. 100%. So, you know. Because of the deal, they probably were just pumping them out all day and dead had them stacked there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it tastes like a Big Mac or whatever. The fries tasted like fries. Um, and I'm really happy they've got Sprite, no sugar on the menu now. Yeah. But then I. No regular Sprite anymore. I'm a big fan of hitting the hamburger, the cheeseburger at the end. I love a cheeseburger. I hit it. Very salty. Okay. Mm. I opened the burger. Visible salt. (laughs) (laughs) Like someone had spilt the salt and pepper shaker. Like you took like the Subway one and just like opened it and just just left it there no for like way. 30 Man, seconds. This is I was a, like, holy shit. This is a salty seasoning if yeah. I've ever seen one. So I scraped it off and then tried to continue and it was still horrible. <laughs> <laughs> the damage was done. Yeah. Wow. Um, I haven't been tasting right since. Yeah, okay. I felt physically ill. Macca's has recorded its first annual loss. Really? Yeah, a year ago or two years ago. Wow. Well, yeah, but they can carry that loss. Into the next financial They year. can. They can write it off. <laughs> they can. <laughs> but perhaps they're trying to increase uh, drink revenue. Mm. Oh, yeah. that's, a, uh, that's smart. <laughs> but also, I think it's a dumb move on my part because Sagano Drive Mackers always does a much better job than... They do. ...than Oxenford one. They're and the it's, primo it's about, Mackers. It, it, it's like two minutes difference for me. Yep. Yep. So that's on me. Bit of I a think whoopsie. Also. Yeah. Sorry for the segue, but it was just, it was too bad to not <laughs> warn the people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Do not go to Oxenford McDonald's. Fair enough. Unless you like salt on your buns. We <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> uh, were in the same boat uh, the other day looking for like a quick lunch. And I was like, mm. oh, let's have a look on the Macca's app and see what's on there. That's what I'm one to do. And I had some like points built up as well. I knew oh, I did. Sick. So I was like, oh, I'll have a look what deals. If there's no good ones, I'll just like get a freebie or whatever and then pay mm. the rest. Yeah. So went in, uh, got a free Big Mac, Big Mac meal <laughs> with a cheeseburger for $7. Yeah, sick. Yeah. Pretty Value. good. Uh, Too bad it was cold. Mine wasn't <laughs> cold, luckily. Oh, you bastard. But. The Big Mac is a... I've only had now three Big Macs in my life. Never been much of a fan because they're um, just dog shit tier burgers. Well, yeah, quarter pound is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. They're, they're, they were all bread. <laughs> Good gimmick, all bread. Um, <laughs> but I will say from my memory, man, they're so much smaller than they used to be. Well... I think they. I think there's there's like, photographic proof of that. Like actively, yeah. like I remember eating a Big Mac and being like, "Fuck, this is all bread, isn't it?" Mm. Like actively taste. I couldn't even taste the middle piece of bread in it anymore. And I, it's not like, oh yeah, the patties are bigger. The patties are like as thick as my fingernail <laughs> on the inside as well. <laughs> hey man, hungry jacks. 
where the burgers are better. They are they are better there. That's yeah. true. That's true. Unless you get the 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 fourteen year old that puts too much raw onion on your burger. <laughs> Look, I don't that's fine with me. I don't mind. No, like too much. Nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's controversial, mm. but but I've I think I'm with Keelan on that one. Even the chips recently. I once thought the they they've got the cheeseburger. It's two dollars or something. Mm. It's got barbecue and mayo. Mm. Pretty nice. Oh yeah, and the chicken one's like three bucks. And you always think this is pretty good. Mm. Sometimes it's too saucy, but I don't think it could ever be. You can't complain at two dollars if it's hot. Too saucy. Mm. Well, that's what one would think until you get the fourteen-year-old with the acrylic nails, and you go, "That's expensive." My bag's pretty heavy. And I can hear a sloshing in it. And a burger slowly drifts to the top <laughs> as the bag is full of sauce. I've had this burger so many times from Hungry Jack's. And you think, oh, this is... I can't one-hand this while driving. No, no, no way. It's too saucy. Absolutely not. It's just, uh, it's a cheeseburger that's emerged from a Hungry Jack's bukkake is what it is. <laughs> Like it's, it's not an isolated so incident. So wet. Uh, <laughs> on the same vein, though, a at least it's warm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but on the same thing, like a Big Mac is also the complete antithesis of what a driving burger should be. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, yeah. firstly, so much lettuce. <laughs> those motherfuckers put their burgers in boxes to make them fancy. Oh yeah, yeah. So <laughs> what Fucking are you doing tough with the luck, box? Chief. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try and open that with one hand, and then somehow <laughs> grab a burger out of it. <laughs> Whereas I don't know, wax paper. At least for it's example, paper. <laughs> you can only unwrap maybe the half you're eating. Yeah. So the fucking lettuce doesn't fall out the anus of it. Yeah. Yeah. And at least you can hold it up the right way too. Yeah. <laughs> You're not grabbing it out of the box and doing a backhand panther <laughs> on the burger, trying to eat it the right way. KFC uh, have been criminally getting away with that for decades. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to come in and say it's, they're the bee's knees. No, no they're shocking. They pack their burgers upside down. Yes. Yep. No, true. Absolutely. So actually? Yep. You're driving a yep. manual truck. <laughs> you you barely managed to get through the intersection driving with your knees. Uh, we don't condone this, but I've heard of people doing Maybe it. Maybe limit the knee driving to highway with cruise control on. <laughs> and uh, you think, oh boy, I've, I've made it through. No one's dead. Everything's going smoothly. And I've managed to get the wax paper open. Burger's upside down. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it, it happens all the time. It's like, surely it can't be that hard. <laughs> it's almost like they have to actively make it upside down too for it to happen the way they fold the paper up. Maybe they do. doesn't make any sense. I've never seen anyone over the age of 13 working at a KFC no, in Australia. No. <laughs> they fucking love lettuce too Maybe at KFC. Love lettuce. Not during that shortage no they love cabbage, cabbage then <laughs> but they usually love lettuce <laughs> maybe us as um adults mm. uh mature well-respected adults in the local community should <laughs> get jobs at a local kfc and see how much we can improve both service and uh quality of product in a week of working there that could be kind of fun i think the floor would be less greasy almost immediately <laughs> The staff certainly less greasy, almost. <laughs> <immediately>. <laughs> well, 
um, customer service through the roof. I would, because love, I would love to do this. Yeah. What a 14-year-old doesn't understand is sometimes you just got to say, hey, sorry, we're busy. Uh, just give me two seconds. I'll do this order and then I'll come grab yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll no, take they, that. They Instead just of just like, no, they don't. Then... They do the... <laughs> 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 Pretend like you don't exist. Uh, well, I, I truly believe uh, anything you can imagine, the worst thing you can imagine, it would be worse than that. As someone that's worked at Coles up until recently currently working at Coles. What a roller coaster. Yeah. It's uh <laughs> it's it's truly a mystery. You think you think this can't happen. No one could be this lazy or this stupid. And yet there it is. Yep. A dare ice coffee right next to the shapes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> that happened the other day. <laughs> I found an iced coffee bottle and it was bulging at the side. <laughs> I put it on the ground. Where and was it, it in the roast chook bin? <laughs> I put it on the ground and it was just rotating slowly. <laughs> I thought, God damn. <laughs> Got to call in old mate from the Hurt Locker with his full <laughs> kit to come <laughs> the flak jacket on to dispose of the <laughs> iced coffee. It was... <coughs> and and to, to credit or to... To build on Keelan's point. Oh, here we go. The 14-year-old that would have stacked that there, or, you know, maybe to be more fair to the 14-year-old, they found it there. You know, there are some delinquents, if mm. you will, that... People like, change their mind. Yeah. Pe- people suck. Change your mind respectfully, though. Yes. Yeah. There would be a 14-year-old that would have undoubtedly come across that bottle of milk next to the shapes, mm. looked at it, and gone, eh, <laughs> and left. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Had a dare ice coffee and a box of shapes on their fucking lunch break too. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, they were there grabbing a box of shapes and yeah. saw that, and then they're like, "Oh, I could go for a nice coffee." Yeah, walk to the back <laughs> and grab one. <laughs> I reckon we could be in KFC day one, mm. thirty minutes in, and a customer approaches the counter and goes, "I, you know, I'd just like to, I'd like to say that uh, that was the in twenty years that's the best meal in KFC I've ever had in my life. The yeah. burger was the right way up." <laughs> And the manager comes back and goes, oh, Killen, what are you doing? And he goes, well, it says, plays base of the burger here, so that's what I've been doing. <laughs> it also uh, says on the uh, packing instructions for the bags, uh, include napkin and wet wipe, which also doesn't fucking occur ever. It's like, motherfucker. Potato and gravy, please supply spoon. Exactly. <laughs> You make the greasiest fast food in the country and you can't give us the friggin' wet wipes. Because they use them all. God. On the greasy faces. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I assume I assume the burger assembly sign nailed to the wall in every KFC must have at one point had a screw top and bottom. Yes. And over time. The top one has gone amiss. <laughs> just flung <laughs> around the, the other way. It's just flopped. <laughs> it's just upside down now. Yeah. And they just, that's just how it is. <laughs> Man, it's really unstable making these burgers with the uh, rounded <laughs> bottom like they have with the seeds on it. Uh, Weird. All right, we should probably continue our uh, time on. Uh, <clears throat> well, there was a, um, the lights went out on the ground then, so we had a bit of a break to Yeah, film. yeah. Yeah. Um, we uh we digress. Wait, no, we got to touch on that. I'm sorry. We circle back. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh I was watching that game at a friend's house live where the 
you know, the infamous lights out situation at the Gabba. Mm-hmm. Uh, three respected professional TV personalities apparently can't fucking make up a conversation <laughs> for 20 minutes. Well, 20 minutes, three grown being, men. Without being spoon fed by big J journalism. Ex professionals with undoubtedly a wealth of knowledge and stories sitting there for 20 minutes going. Actually, oh well, this isn't good. Every minute of dead air. Mm. Well, do you think the lights are back on? We'll just head over. Not yet. (laughs) What you what you get from storming the beach that you don't get from Big J journalism, though, is uh, opinions that are free to do what they will. Um, Big J journalism, lots of sponsors. Yeah, um, they, they have they have a lot of toes that they're trying to not step on. That's mm-hmm. fair. Um, That's a, so a good th- point. Yeah, I think if you got three ex AFL players in a pub, oh yeah, different story, different story altogether. Yeah, yeah, off the clock. Oh. Jonathan Brown's loosened his tie a little bit. Yeah, Brown and Buckley in Oof. the pub. Absolutely, that'd be immense. Chuck Nick Rewald in there for fun too. Wow. An incredibly sensible response. You've, yeah. Yeah. That's, that explains exactly why that occurred the way it did. Yeah. They were just sitting there trying not to accidentally swear to fill in time. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> get themselves cancelled. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah. they're probably, you know, get their uh, match day outline mm. earlier in the week and then they look through and like, oh, yeah, I could probably tell this story, write some of it down and censor it before they tell it. The shit where they come out of, uh, sorry for another tangent. When they in the halftime break, for example, and you know when um, uh, is it Gary Lyon? I think it's Gary Lyon. Yep. He's always the one asking questions, right? Yes. And he'll ask questions to um, the three fellas, whoever mm-hmm. they got on. Yeah. And they're all pretending like it's off the cuff, but you know, for the last fifteen minutes of ads, they've been sitting there like writing shit. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That it's, that and I they've got a fake. producer in their ear, like giving them oh, like yeah. update, like pointers to remind them of things to say as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like every uh, Eddie Betts does does a horrible job of pretending he's just come up with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's like every sports like panel though, at you know, break or intermission or whatever. Not us. That not <laughs> us. They go down in order from like left yeah. to right usually, and like the first person will naturally spark up a conversation mm. and then just conveniently left to right, they all have something to add <laughs> yeah. on that then mm. rolls onto like the last sentence that the person before them said yep. as well. Hey, Isaac, what do you think about Nick Dacos's uh, 78.26% uh, disposal uh, efficiency in that last quarter, specifically in the last three and a half seconds of that quarter? I thought it was pretty immense. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, terrible. You won't find any of that here. Yeah, cool. Uh, probably you've probably come to expect uh, none of that sort of stuff, given the uh, given the intros we do every week being <laughs> completely shambles. Well, to be fair, they're meant to be uh, moderately scripted uh, by a member of staff. Oh, um, the alleged funny man's meant to come up with yeah, a, yeah, yeah. an idea yeah. um, uh, that may or may not spark joy amongst the other co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm. <laughs> 
I, I, I was referring to the uh, the going on question, oh, uh, which oh, is yeah. completely shambolic at best. <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> Truthfully. That's us pretending that like, it's not rehearsed, though. Like, we're just good actors. Ah, Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, and we just never write a new script. That's why Matt always says, "Not much every week." <laughs> Lines don't, don't change. I don't know. I feel like um, like the Fonz. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> Thump, thumps jukebox. Hey. Uh, just play the hits. Oh, speaking of hits, maybe we should hit the time on. Uh, Sunday. Uh, Sunday afternoon and everyone was fueled up at the Radelaide Oval for a struggle between the Power and the Essendon Bombers. Much to the disappointment of the uh, of Storm in the Beach, the Bombers took off early, holding a 15-point lead at the first break. The Power seemed to flip a switch in the second quarter, but their alternating currents of accuracy to the left and right of the goals saw Port kick two goals, seven behind to Essendon's three straight goal-seeking missiles. A 14-point difference at the main break. A huge third-quarter power surge led to Charlie Big Dixon and his two goals saw Port break into the lead for the first time in the match. That was really um, even really with, subtle. <laughs> even with their wayward kicking of four goals and five behinds to the Bombers 2-3. Port holding a slim one-point lead going into the last break. Despite Port's inaccuracy, Darcy was able to drop the afterburners with two goals won, and for the Bombers, the Weedman was able to roll in two goals. Darcy Parrish was once again putting his collection plate to good use with 37 donations, while Port fans continue to look at Connor with rosy-coloured glasses thanks to his one goal and 29 disposals. Archie had Bombers fans perked up with the opening goal of the fourth quarter leading to another lead change. But the power switched on and quickly found themselves back out to a 13-point lead thanks to Junior Rioli at home. He kicked a 2-3 for the match. Stringer landed his second bomb to bring the margin back to six points with seven minutes left. But the Bombers faced some power troubles with their instruments, Port managing to pass off whatever faulty navigation equipment they had to Essendon and the Bombers were off target on their next three attempts. Port Adelaide holding on for a five-point victory and sending the Bombers into a nosedive down the ladder while their, stop to refuel, while their next stop to refuel is the Gabatoire. Potential kamikaze season for Essendon fans. <laughs> Port Adelaide 12-20-92, Essendon 13-9-87. Port made it a little bit more difficult than I would have liked. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Should have uh, killed them. You, mm, mm, mathematically. Ten more scoring shots. Beat them by five. Not scoring shots. Five. <laughs> <laughs> it is good to see Essendon keep falling, though. I'm okay with it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Definitely okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Draper almost kicked another ridiculous goal, but luckily he uh, hit the post. Otherwise, that would have been all over social media for the next week. Well, did he just run too far and kick it? Probably. I don't know. He 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 allegedly checkside kicked it to snap it into the goal, and but it killed too far and hit the post. Good. Uh, 
I think it was more of a shank than anything, and they give him too much credit. <laughs> yeah, but you see, he loves a goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. This young man loves a goal. Okay, sorry. I'm all hyped up. He does love goals. It's what they keep telling us. <laughs> Why would they lie? People aren't saying. Fucking everyone's saying it, and I'm sick of it. This young podcast host. Given his opinion to the world. <laughs> Generous. <laughs> I'm still young. Yeah. <laughs> late 20s is young, right? Oh, man. We're I, late I 20s. Guess. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a great accidental bump. <laughs> Completely accidental. Holy shit. Oh. Wow. Doesn't get much better accidentally than that. Holy <laughs> shit. Wow. Oh, shit. Come All right. <laughs> we travel to the MCG. Uh, before this game, Mason Cox revealed the secret to stopping this Nick Dacos. Oh, what was it? So um, he was in the Coles, in A Coles, mm. oh. um, and he... Um, got asked or uh, it was unclear in the tweet um but it was uh, it, he got asked or someone near him got asked oh hey how are they going to stop nick nick dacos um <laughs> take this whole story with a grain of salt i mean it was a tweet i don't know if uh, he actually said this but allegedly um he said to the uh, attendant you can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll take uh i'll take <clears throat> things that didn't happen for 200 thanks alex <laughs> <laughs> He literally tweeted that though, <laughs> like, so whatever. But um, Sydney didn't listen. Um, they tagged him, and Dacos still logged a casual twenty-five disposals. So, Look, you know, not bad. I'd say that's probably uh, a pretty efficient tagging given his numbers he'd been putting up. He might not have had much as much influence as his average, um, given that his average this season is an immense thirty-four well, after the, after that twenty-five. So it would have been higher than that before that. I just couldn't figure out how to... Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but he certainly seemed to have an influence on the Swans players. Everyone wanted a piece of him and tempers seemed to flare, especially when Nick's tagger, uh, in the first half at least, uh, Ryan Clark and a group of grown-ass men <laughs> celebrated excessively in front of the young halfback, ruffling, uh, ruffling his hair and giving him a bit of a washing machine treatment. Oh, the classic. <laughs> yeah. Um of course, Pies flew in to defend the young gun and uh, fans of the Biff all over the country were satisfied. <laughs> I can confirm that. It wasn't like, it was very, it wasn't just like, I was very surprised if I'm honest. Sorry, I uh, clearly lost for words here. But it was, um, you know, you had the the actual Biff yep. and mm. then players tumbled. Yep. And then it was like close-up view of that, like that whole Biff takes up the screen. And then two other players just like, way in front of it flew in in their own <laughs> in their own 1v1 it was um yeah there was um shots flying everywhere uh mind you uh <laughs> the initial ribbing uh from the swans actually made me lose some respect for um for those players um it seemed very disrespectful and given it was the swans first goal of the game perhaps a bit premature <laughs> <laughs> Papley was involved um, as well, but you kind of expect that from the man that celebrates 75% of his time on ground. 
And about 90% of his distance covered is celebrating yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I look, it's, 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 it's entirely opinion, but mm. I think that that kind of bullshit to try and put a player off is um, not in the spirit of any sport, realistically. Probably a bit much. Just, yeah. just stick with the tag. Just run the tag. That's yeah. fine. <clears throat> Yeah. Much more respectful. Yeah. I don't know. Try and outplay them instead of exactly yeah. out fucking mind games them. Uh, Ryan Clark, uh, a not- notably very good tagger in the competition, doesn't actually play many games because he's so good at tagging. He's not like he's a good player, but he's not your best midfield player. So he doesn't play every week yeah, unless okay. the other team has a very good player. Then he just plays on them. What was really unusual by the official recap in this, which I haven't noted down because I did this one first and felt bad about roasting the AFL rider. <laughs> but obviously, I've roasted the AFL rider in my other two anyway, so yeah, I may as yeah. well make it three from three. Yeah. The AFL rider was like, oh, Dacos, you know, uh, Ryan Clark didn't do a great job of, sorry, did a great job of um, locking yeah. him down to only 13 disposals in the first half. Mm. Then Dacos came out and had a much larger second half. But if you do the math, that's 12 disposals, which mm. is less AFL riders in shambles this week, I think. I don't know. They were trying to make a bunch of maybe less. They probably had to cover the less interesting games this week. Yeah, like, probably. Um, don't skip ahead. Right. Actually, skip past what is ahead. Um, <laughs> 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 I'm sure Matt's done a very entertaining job of covering it, but fuck me. A bit. Um, but yeah, sorry. Back to what I've actually got written. Um Ultimately, Sydney's inaccuracy was their downfall, having 22 scoring shots against the Pies, 18. Uh, three Sydney players kicked two behinds each, mm. and the max goal scored by any Sydney player was one. Yeah, tough look. Maybe Papley got in his own head too much with the initial ribbing of Dacos. His blood must have stayed red hot for the rest of the game and inhibited his ability to feel the wind. His one goal, two, not the heroic the Swans needed. Uh, Brody, on the other hand, must have been my check in the wind better than everyone else. He cruised to five goals, a career high, and four more than anyone else. Wow. Just just reading it different. <laughs> um, but yeah, ultimately, as I just said, Sydney's inaccuracy completely killed them. <laughs> they may have had the seven best players on ground, according to fantasy ratings mm-hmm. and mostly disposals, I think, yep, as they, well. Uh, they heavily outdisposed the pies yeah. massively. Um, but the Pies made the most of their chances and won the game. Mm-hmm. 11, 11, 77, 6, 12, 48. Um, Goulden, most disposals <laughs> on ground with a massive 37. Wow. Um, he was uh, wow. alleged alleged best on ground. Bit of a running theme with inaccuracy mm. this round. Windy week. Oh. Uh, Majacek had a pretty cool scissor kick. Mm. He did, yeah, he did. Nice little volley yeah. over the head. Oh. Yeah. Another one I was meant to write in but then forgot was very Manchester City from last year where they used to run the false nine a lot, but it was like a Sydney player basically at the goal line crosses back to someone at the top of the box for a tap-in, mm-hmm. and I forget who it was now. So, hmm. um, But, yeah. Some pretty immense football action at the football. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's another one I didn't really enjoy too much either, if I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah. No. Um, Swans Pies, if you're not a fan of either of those clubs, tough watch. Nah, but like, (laughs) 
if it was like, you know, if the Swans had kicked straight, it would yeah. have been a lot more interesting. Oh, yeah. That would have, yeah. Yeah. Double the behinds from the goals. Mm. Pretty embarrassing. A little bit. You'd uh, a touch. hate to have that as your team. <laughs> you don't like <laughs> seeing a score less than 50. Yeah. <laughs> Always a tough watch, less than 50. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> that is the second 48 score of the round, by the way. So fun fact, that is uh, both Hawthorne and Sydney. Logan 48, perhaps a curse was placed on Buddy Franklin and clubs he's played for um, over the last week. <laughs> he did, a, he did have a stinker of a yeah. game. Was was that your fun fact we were supposed to remind you about? No. Okay, good. I've got a funner fact Excellent. after this last game. <laughs> Down at the marvellous Marvel Stadium for the Sunday night thriller. Yeah, great. Please stop laughing at my team. <laughs> it really hurts. We see Clarko wearing a baggy shirt or jacket of some kind. Definitely a step up from the quadruple extra large tee <laughs> and yet still giving vibes of a six-year-old wearing his dad's work clothes mixed with subtle hints of self-conscious Batman. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Poor Clarko. At one point, North had three points to the Saints' one. Wow. North Melbourne literally tripled the Saints' score in a game of AFL. That's huge. That's significant. That's progress. Cam Zerha, much like huge McLuggage, continues to be a mystery. How can a player have such a complete game in terms of tackling, disposals, game IQ, and pinpoint in-game accuracy, and yet can't convert even a measly point, often missing the entire set of sticks from a set shot? Should North consider placing active players or outs in amongst the fans as potential targets for Cam to kick to? <laughs> I think it's worth a try. <laughs> Although the game was only yesterday, like some sort of deep-rooted childhood trauma, I can't remember a single thing. North weren't able to connect the pass, penetrate the inside 50, and making mistakes that shouldn't occur outside of VFL, i.e. taking a defensive mark and just walking off with it into a tackle. <laughs> Outside of Ozkick. He <laughs> he marked the ball and he just it just takes a step and gets tackled immediately <laughs> inside the defensive fifty. Yeah, uh, Sam Frost does that all the time now though, so it's not not, <sighs> not the only team doing it. And you're thinking, oh my goodness. Uh I can't remember a single oh yeah, my bad. The <laughs> Saints on the other hand were effortlessly making their way up and down the field. Like a priest running his hands up an altar boy's gown. <laughs> There was no one around to stop him. The only saving grace was St. Kilda's inaccuracy. Ironically enough, the ruse were saved by a miracle, sparing them from utter disgrace on the score sheets. St. Kilda kicking 8-16 to the Kangas 4-10. Oh. <laughs> Imagine kicking four goals in AFL. You'd expect that from a game of special needs kids at a holiday camp or women's <laughs> AFL. Oh. Oh. Not the real deal. Oh, <laughs> that joke may have been a Phrasing. bit cheap, picking the low-hanging fruit, if you will, but it's just so juicy and easy to grab. Unlike those high-up fruits that require a ladder or some sort of special tool, although some studies uh, may suggest that high-hanging fruits are typically riper and more nutritious, this may just be propaganda from big fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Squash the small independent Aussie farmers. 
I, I really was struggling with this one. It, it hurts so bad. Oh. Four goals, ten behinds, final score, Ruse 34, Saints 64. And honestly, eight 16 behinds, like we were we were spared. Mm. It could have been a bloodbath. At at <laughs> least North kicked uh infinitely more goals in the second half than they did in the first half <laughs> uh, because they kicked 0-7 to half time and yep. finished on 4-10. It was unbelievable. I think Matt was glossing over that for a reason. Brutal. It was It was unbelievable. I... Oh, man. I mean, I, I wanted to avoid this, but I'll, I'll touch on it now at least. As a fan, um, two, three years ago, North Melbourne were so afraid of the ball players would be hiding out amongst the crowd <laughs> in games and they just would refuse to take any accountability. No one wanted to take a shot on goal for, I guess, fear of missing. Mm-hmm. At least now they're kicking. Uh, like three years for a team to go from garbage to <laughs> kicking the ball. But, you know, it's a step in the right direction. Oh, God. Uh, I'm glad I didn't watch this Uh First quarter, zero four to one goal six. It was brutal. That's so tough. It I, was brutal. I think someone said in the in the group chat or one of our group chats, um, what's this North Saints game? And I immediately hit them with the must miss TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, as Matt said, low hanging fruit. Um the must miss, must miss TV joke is um, essentially a given oh, <laughs> at yeah. that point. Oh um, yeah, definitely. Uh, also, funnily enough, the uh, AFLW um, North Melbourne side was incredibly immense last season, mm. finishing fourth on the ladder, and the average goals kicked in AFLW twenty twenty two is four point four, better than North Melbourne men's team. <laughs> Which play significantly longer quarters. <laughs> fun fact. Oh, Ooh, man. fun for who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, to add on to your point of uh, low-hanging fruit, it's actually well known with some fruits that the low-hanging ones are the best. I know. Potentially uh, juiciest ones, such as the, mm. the pomegranate, uh, because it gets more... When it's juicier, it's obviously heavier, so it hangs lower down and drags the branch down further. Mm. I was reading so, a little. Oh, sorry. So, so, so some would uh, some would argue, although the easiest, uh, also the best to pick off. I was reading a legitimate article from your health healthlinefarm.org, mm. uh, which made a sincere case suggesting that the higher to reach fruit was more nutritious, and I thought no. <laughs> so here's it's just not true. Here's the thing. In the sidebar for like what you should read next on that website, mm. did it have at the top carnivore? The diet for you. <laughs> and then immediately below that, veganism. The diet for you. Because those fucking health websites, funnily enough, when you make a living off um, I don't know, continually posting yeah. Advice to people. Eventually, you're just going to post conflict- conflicting shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Trust the guy that's posting health advice, I don't know, sporadically as, <laughs> as new stuff comes out, not the one that has a quota to meet 800 words a day. Doctors hate him. Here's his secret. 
<laughs> if it sounds like it could be on BuzzFeed, don't read it. <laughs> um, but yeah, just to fact check, yep, you literally, when I said, what the actual fuck is this North game, mm. in the same minute, <laughs> you said, must miss TV. Um, He's got it pre-recorded. And then a minute later, Dan says, I'm playing AFL 23 now, stuff the North game. <laughs> And this is after we had all confirmed that um, it does indeed look like a buggy mess. Yeah, 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 exactly. He still went to that instead. Yeah, he still chose that. <laughs> Probably still high scoring with all the bugs. Oh, without yeah. Uh, it, it would just have to be. Supposedly yeah. you can just run through them. So, on I, easy at least. I guess, it. well, that that's a bit like, you know, FIFA on the lowest difficulty. You can sort of get straight line yeah, enough then Supposedly the hardest difficulty people. is just the easiest marking chain forever like you, you can't you can't stop it the other team just gets gets the ruck and then gets marked to mark to mark to mark and goal every that's time simply man up better i guess <laughs> I don't know. that's a good point you got you guys are really touching on uh i, I guess like being a respected critic versus a, a clickbait critic mm-hmm. because you'll see reviews for movies the movie could be thomas the tank engine adventures in thomas town friendship adventures this movie is made for four-year-olds, and you'll still get the plot was a little bit contrived, <laughs> uh, quite a linear storyline. It's a very uh, obvious motive. They really uh, railroaded the characters into, <laughs> and uh, Thomas as a ca- so angry. Thomas as a character, absolutely no depth. I, I think as a society, as people, we need to come together and go kill yourself <laughs> to whoever would genuinely critique a movie like that. Uh, it's for children. Some, uh... <laughs> I don't know, Paddington 2 actually goes hard. <laughs> and Paddington 1, to be fair. Um, uh, oh, what what I was going to say with um, potentially the realism of the difficulty uh, mm. changes in AFL 23. I mean, you look at the teams at the top of the ladder versus the ones at the bottom, they're winning by a 100-point difference. So... Mm. Maybe maybe the it difficulty is, yeah, is quite accurate. On purpose. Yeah. All right. What's your what's your fun fact for the round? Uh, fun fact, aka ripped straight from useless AFL stats. Yep. Cool. Okay. Oh. Here we go. Oh. Round eight, twenty twenty three, was the eighth occasion that all eight teams. So not only is there an actual fun fact coming, but that's eight eight eight. Lines Ooh. up pretty well. Um, but yes, the eighth occasion that all eight teams from outside Victoria, uh, so yeah, Gold Coast, Brisbane, Adelaide, Port Adelaide, Sydney, GWS, West Coast, and Frio, um, have played separately against the eight Victorian clubs. Huh. Interesting. Uh, collectively, this is known as Victoria versus rest of world. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Curious. Uh, <laughs> Brisbane, Frio, and Port Adelaide managed wins, uh, but ultimately it was Victoria who triumphed. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so they uh, defended the title thanks to Richmond, Geelong, Melbourne, West Coast, uh, Western Bulldogs, sorry, and uh, Collingwood. Uh, Victoria leads rest of world 5-3. Hmm. Since the first uh, official fixture in 2017. <laughs> Uh, the next rematch will actually occur this year, round 16. Wow. So, yep, that is in eight rounds' time. And divisible by eight. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. What does it mean? Uh, i got another 
shorter sort of useless stat here. Um, Go nuts for donuts. Lowest scores uh, ever at Docklands, both Uh-oh. sides combined. Uh, North versus St Kilda was third on the list at 98 points. Uh, uh, North versus someone else? No, no actually. Uh, above them or below them, I guess, Bulldogs versus St Kilda in 2010 at huh. 95. Uh, and then Bulldogs versus GWS in uh, 2020 at 90 points. Wow, they just kind of hand shook a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, because the next one uh, higher at 100 points is St Kilda versus Sydney. Wow. <laughs> Exciting football coming out and of the, the next one on the other end is Sydney versus someone else. It's not, unfortunately. But North, no, damn it. Who would have who would have thought the uh the perfect conditions of a indoor stadium <laughs> mm. would lead to such terrible scores. Interesting. Um also fun fact actually that I couldn't figure out where else to put in. Um Jordan de Gui, uh his heat map from the weekend looks like uh, a penis. Does it? Uh, so you have the balls and a very tiny, ah, very tiny it's shaft. It's a b- big Z-sized shaft. <laughs> <laughs> Similar colour to on the heat map. Yeah. Go <laughs> see <laughs> uh, <go-say> GP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, most inaccurate opening halves in AFL games at Docklands, both sides combined. Uh, leading off uh, 2023 round eight, St. Kilda North Melbourne, 15.79%. Wow. Three, three goals, 16 combined. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Yuck>. <laughs> you wouldn't uh, believe it. Uh, mm-hmm. Footy wins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and of course, it holds the record for most inaccurate quarter as well. Um, no way. First first quarter, uh, one goal, ten combined. Cool. Oh. Yuck. <laughs> Footy wins. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. All, All right. right. Finally, uh, we're almost at the two-hour mark. Let's let's hit. Quick shoe and recap. The recap. Uh, the Saints. My Saints won by thirty. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Hmm. Mm. Is it just north, though? Maybe I'll have to shoot them in this week. Maybe. Uh, Matt had uh, Geelong win by 26. Uh, Keelan had the Pies by 29. So yep. we are we're on a bit of a streak, I think. I'm on, a, I'm on a three streak. Well, yeah, we're, we've all been winning mm. uh, since you won. So wow. uh, maybe take this week's shoe in. Uh, absolutely can't lose multi. Um we're due for a loss, <laughs> idiot. Because we are we are on fire. Uh, so Matt's on seven for the year. I'm on six. Keelan's on three. Uh, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. Well done. Uh, all right, quick uh, tips out for the boys. Who have we got first, Keelan? We'll open you up. Oh, we've got uh, Richmond versus G Long at the MCG on Friday night, 7.20pm kickoff. I mean... We all know Geelong are one million percent all the way back. Yes, uh, and Richmond actually suck. They're they're possibly as far as uh, away from back as you could be without being North Melbourne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, allegedly contested three quarters against West Coast. <laughs> yeah, still, if you can allege that it was contested, I think. Um, 
you're not you're not anywhere near back. No, no, yeah. no, no. Exactly. Yeah. So, Dunzo. Speaking of West Coast, um, Adoptus. Adoptus versus Suns. Uh, I'm taking the Suns, obviously. Definitely. <sighs> that's such a late night. That's a that's a long night of footy. Back to back games. Eight forty p.m. I don't like that at all. Well, I reckon we boycott Western Standard Time. <laughs> the AFL just needs to expand into New Zealand and then we can have uh, three in a row all on without, you know, conflicting each other from the afternoon. And without making the local fans, you know, get their tough after after work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Uh, SCG, Sydney hosting Fremantle. I hate this. I hate every part of this. I hate this um, as well. But I think I've got to go Sydney at the SCG. For sure. You have to, but it's a bit of a stinker. Not happy about it. If we if we go on my recap uh, as absolute fact, uh, Frio would shit still. <laughs> True. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that is almost lock of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. All right. Then we've got the uh, the Tasmania Kangaroos hosting yep. uh, Port Adelaide. That's Port. At Blundstone. Still mm. port. It is <laughs> yeah, right on the side is. of the river, yep. uh, Blundstone Arena. Yep. So I'm going to take port. Yep. Mm. Oh. oh, no. We've got the Hawks versus uh, Melbourne. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to hedge. Yeah. I would recommend it, although the, uh, the theory... There is still the early season theory of uh, teams at versus Gold Coast Suns losing the following week oh. after, after playing a very difficult Gold Coast Suns competition. You've sold me. <laughs> <laughs> Locking in the Hawks. Oh, wow. Uh, Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> yeah, I've done it for the culture here. <laughs> uh, but I, I will do the next pick for the culture, which is uh, I'll, I'm taking Brisbane at the Gawatoir against Essendon. Oh, oh absolutely. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. If, if your recap's anything to go by, <laughs> lock of the fucking century. No ifs or buts. Mm. Oh, this is Bickies. I'm uh, on the dogs. These odds are so rude. Why are the dogs not heavier favourites against Carlton at Marvel? Oh, I don't know. It Carl- doesn't, doesn't... Carlton are kind of not bad, though. What do they know? But they're not good. They got beat last week in their home round by the uh, Lions. Yeah, but the Lions are kind of good maybe they just, yeah. had a, they just had a kind of hoodoo thing going maybe they performed a ritual or something <laughs> <laughs> I know? mean the the dogs are sort of back but they've mm. beaten uh, Fremantle Hawthorne and GWS not, so not exactly top tier competition that'd large, be large large grain of salt that um, would explain it um, yeah Carlton not the Carlton's wins this season are against uh, week two Geelong who were abysmal, Shocking. just beat them by eight points. Uh, GWS beat them by 10. They beat North Melbourne and they beat West Coast. So it's like, you know. I've completely lost the Carlton score. I'm just I'm just scrolling past it every time, I think. Uh, I'm taking the doggies. Yeah, I'm on the dogs. How much did they lose by to Brisbane? Oh, there we go. 20 oh, odd? pretty big handful. Something. Fuck, I have no idea. I'm enjoying the dogs uh, mm. game this season. I've tuned into a, a couple of them. Tim Tim English is probably having one of his better seasons. Mm, loves a goal too. Loves a goal. Mm, and the bont's still pretty good. Pretty handy. Mm. 
some would argue are at the top of the Brownlow voting at the moment too. Uh, have you heard of Nick Dacos? I have. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Carlton. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Uh, Adelaide Oval, uh, the Crows hosting the Saints. Yeah, I think, I, think the Saints, I think the Saints win this one. Fucking hell. I don't know who to take. I think the Saints win for sure. I would love to see the Saints continue to climb. They're the longest... They're the club with the longest running time since winning a final. I'm okay with that. Um, I'm only saying I I think the I think the Saints uh, are likely to win because I was trying to get Isaac to tip them so I could tip against them. Well, I'm trying to get him to tip Adelaide. Adelaide. I want Adela- Adelaide. I want, to, I want to tip Adelaide. Adelaide have only beaten. They obviously beat Port in the showdown, which was a big win, mm. and then they went on to beat Fremantle. Mm. Basically, doesn't count. Count free game. Uh, Carlton, they beat them by you know fifty mm. something. Doesn't count. Uh, Hawthorne beat them by three in Tassie. A good Hawthorne team. Yeah, they only just won that game too. Um, only just lost to Collingwood. It's um, lost to Geelong. Yeah, I think Tip St Kilda. Mm. <laughs> it all <laughs> it all comes down to this. I. Oh, God, I unless, hate this game. Unless you really want St. Kilda to win, in which case, shoot them in. Because that's the only way to lock it. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go St. Kilda because their defense is better. Okay, sweet. I'm tipping Adelaide. <sighs> unless you're showing oh, them Oh, actually. Are you showing them? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm checking their team list from last week. I just uh, want to see yeah. what their lineup was. Let's down just back. Um, fill this space with some. Uh... Oh my god, that is not That's good. Brutal. Mm. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I switch. Uh, on to Adelaide. I think their forward line is too dangerous for. St Kilda down back. If they can get it through St Kilda's midfield, then their forwards are much better than the St Kilda backmen. Saints fans cheering um, nationwide. Are you locking them? Though? Are you going to shoot them in? I'm not going to shoot them in. No. Oh fuck! I have to tip St Kilda then. Black <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rankine cool. has kicked a falcon directly into Tex Walker, <laughs> resulting in an injury for both players. Oh. Rankin has strained his hamstring. Well, hey. Tex Walker's got a concussion. Wow. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> During training. <laughs> Can I switch my tip? No. no. <laughs> All right. Just uh, to clarify, you are not allowed to switch that tip now. You fuck. I've made a decision based on your decision. Don't you fucking dare change that. No, that's fine. Yeah, I, I don't twitch anyway. Yeah. Mm. It'd be rude. Especially after posting yeah. on social media. You yeah, can't exactly. switch after then. Yeah, you got to stick to your guns. Uh, yeah, right. even though they are... Faulty. <laughs> uh, MCG, Collingwood hosting GWS. Uh, Pox, oh, sorry. Probably. I already submitted my tips because I, Collingwood yeah. winning. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing. Yeah, I was I was reading a funny stat. Boy, will our faces be red <laughs> if they lose. Especially mine because I'm going to quickly shoo in the pies. 
Is there anyone oh. uh, we're excluding from shoeing? Oh no, we might have to, might have to actually exclude the pies because they were. Oh no, team, team versus Hawthorne was the toughest. Oh, sorry, the um, it can't even be West Coast this week. Yeah, it's Hawthorne. If you you can't shoe in against Hawthorne because their odds are easy. Melbourne v. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Fine by me. I mean, not that North Melbourne have more of a chance against Port, but they have more of a chance of being humiliated. Uh, the bookies, the bookies would say, yeah, Hawthorne yeah. is the is the most guaranteed loss. Yeah. Um, yeah. It so. could it could be really windy in Hobart. Yeah. Uh, no, so yeah. So uh, <laughs> anything the, could happen. The kangaroos might just be able to, you know, make that not such a drubbing by scoring with yep. the wind. Yeah. And such. And such. Uh, all right, I'm going to show in uh, Gold Coast. Really? Yep. Mm. I kind of want to show in the dogs, but I know Fuck, that's rough. Eh? I know that the Lions will probably win. Oh, the Lions are winning, absolutely. But it'd certainly be fuck. Did you just delete the thing, or did I delete it? Fucking local idiot out here can't type. Gold Coast do it pretty good odds. I feel you can't double up. Don't be a dick. I'll show in the lines at the Gabba. Yeah, that's pretty appropriate as a culture pick as well. Yeah, can't complain. I tipped six out of nine last week. It's not my worst effort. It's certainly not my best. <laughs> I'm not looking good, FYI. Yeah, look, I've crept up a little bit off the bottom. Um, Holy shit. I've, Do you know how many people in our comp had a perfect week last week? A lot. A yeah. lot of people across the board had perfect weeks. Tragic. Allegedly, it was an easy week. Allegedly. Um, Doesn't look like that down here. No. Uh, either way, I've got above Big Z, so that's fine. <laughs> Five people tipped perfect mm. in shambles. <sighs> I mean, the ho- the Hawks was a bit of a grief. Yeah, look. And then the Lions traveling was probably the was, most. Was co- i got to stop tipping with the culture. Well, I've already done it this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> Tips are locked in. Tipping the culture is so fun until you press <laughs> submit. <laughs> well, it's pretty fun then because then the whole time you're watching the game, you're like, man, imagine if this culture pick pays off. Oh, that yeah, is true. Yeah, yeah. And then after the game, you're like, fuck's sake, I've tipped zero from seven so far. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Every time. And strap in tight now as we travel across the uh, Pacific Ocean to... The United States of America and or partially Canada, but they're not involved in the playoffs um, for the NBA playoffs. Over to you in the studio, Isaac. Uh, Sorry, I mean Matt. Matt's the NBA guy. Uh, Matty, NBA playoffs. Yes. (laughs) They are in motion. All right, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the yoffs are on. Sorry, I am actually unhinged this evening. I'm, Um, I'm not... I'm not getting on board the offs train. <laughs> not a fan. It makes me You're think not, more of butchers. I think they're yoffing along. Ah, that is true. Mm. No, uh, the NBA playoffs uh, consists of two conferences, <laughs> East and West. Webster's Dictionary defines <laughs> NBA playoffs. <laughs> In the East Conference, the Celtics do not lead 3-2 mm. in the series. 
as the absolute shoe-in bookies guaranteed favorites. They made it to finals last year, so they're definitely going to win it this year. Betters in shambles right now. Uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, Gerald Embiid and James Harden are really clicking and really playing some impressive postseason basketball. Uh, tragically, both of them have always sort of been plagued with voodoo, injury, whatever, whatever have you. Uh, one of them always being injured, if not both, in the postseason. But that's not the case right now, and they're both firing. It's because um, it's because uh, Harden's been training hard with with, with Paul Fabritz. Oh, mm. could be the vert code guy. <laughs> Game six is heading back to Philadelphia, so it's going to be tough mm-hmm. for the Celtics. They could get knocked out. Could be a huge upset. That, uh, that would be massive. Well, even today was a big upset for them. So yeah, they got Celtics like got down to be like. Two dollar fifty favorites. Yeah, wow. To like win the East, and it's the second round. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's interesting. They're a great team. They're so a very good team. We'll see what happens. Uh, that's not the case with the other game in the East. <laughs> New York Knicks fans, ropeable. Oh yeah, crying harder than usual. They're always crying, always unhappy. But, yeah, they, they're in shambles right now. <laughs> Jimmy Butler, uh, possibly Michael Jordan's kid, allegedly. There's potential for it. A lot of controversy, a lot of Is allegations. Is actually? Is that yeah. actually legit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty funny. Won't touch on it too much now, but, yeah, they're just, they're just roasting New York. Mm. They, 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 they just don't have any guys. Miami's guys are better than New York's guys. Yep. As far as uh, as far as a guy off, yeah, they, they beat them. Um, the weird thing Sorry, about they beat the guys off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They beat the <laughs> other guys off. Um, mm, interesting. <laughs> they are beating the other guys in the offs. Yes. Oh, in the offs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, what's interesting is all the other series seem to have like these big blowouts. Yeah. Right. The Heat have won, but by like eight max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I feel like is a very Heat thing to do. Like they're not a team that comes in and shoots a lot of threes and like blows you off the court or whatever. Yep. But if you watch the games, they're like dominating them. Yes. Even though they win by less than 10. Yeah. Whereas all the other series, the teams are getting like blown up by like 20 points. Yeah, New York look like they just can't get comfortable mm. or score. Mm. Yep. Is that um, New York's fault or Miami's? Miami's prowess. Miami's D, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair to say. Yeah. These are, yeah. Uh, And over to the West, uh, the Lakers and Golden State Warriors, pretty exciting. I didn't think it was going to be as good as it is, which is a bit rude because it's Steph Curry and the dynasty Golden State team Mm. versus LeBron. LeBron James. And, yeah, AD (laughs) and and all the cast, but, you know, it's LeBron. It's... uh, Miss him when he's gone kind of thing. So enjoy it now. Uh, actually, um, oh, man, I should have wrote it down too. Yeah. Pulling a real Keelan. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> something, something foolish about LeBron James. <laughs> I feel uh, personally attacked. No, um, it's a... Uh, 
It's 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 crazy. Uh, it's going back to Golden State Warriors game mm-hmm. six. They are down three one. No. Yep. So it must be game the five then. Line up. Yeah. Yeah. Game five. Yeah. Um, and you That's tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You probably never would have believed it until LeBron James did it. And now I've remembered the thing. So <laughs> Golden State Warriors are down three one, but it's going back home to San Francisco. You know, they're pretty much counted out. Mm. But one team in history has come back from a 3-1 deficit, mm. and that was LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Uh, old heads, Big J, would be saying, LeBron James is a terrible player because Michael Jordan would have never let a series get to 3-1. That's true because he got swept a lot of times in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the narrative yeah. is whatever you write, whatever you make it to be. Um, yeah, and if there was one team you wouldn't count out being down 3-1, it would be Steph and the Golden State Warriors, mm. uh, who only lost by three points. People clowning on Clay Thompson as if you wouldn't want him shooting the game tying three. So <laughs> I, I, I don't understand that one. Well, Any other you know, team, he's was, the main shooter. It was it was Max Kellerman, wasn't it, that said, <laughs> "Universe on the line, <laughs> give me Iguodala, <laughs> <laughs> who, oh, who is on the squad." <laughs> no, he is. Um, he's uh, coming back from his wrist injury. Actually, he was yeah. going to be in training. He might play tomorrow. Exactly. And Iggy himself has come out and. Enjoys this meme a lot, <laughs> where he goes, but but seriously. <laughs> um, in his prime, though, when he played for the 76ers, mm. incredible. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the players that none of the young kids would know today. I guess in our late twenties, we're becoming the old heads. Wait, we're in our late twenties. But prime 76ers Iggy was uh, was awesome. Yeah, he, that's before my time. He could shoot, and he could dunk like Carter. It was exciting to watch. Uh, On to my favorite game of the series, Phoenix and the Denver Nuggets, Mm. which has been way more exciting than I thought it would be. Uh, Huge Nuggets fan. Want them to go all the way. Mm. Uh, I thought you were a huge Pelicans fan. I am, but big fan of the Jokic. He's a... Pick a team. He's a big guy as well, so he loves Nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) Um... And there's a lot of <laughs> the team's changed a lot now. So the current Phoenix squad with Kevin Durant minus Bridges minus Jay Crowder, who may or may not still play for them, I don't know. He's a pest. They're not the same team from last season's playoffs, uh, where there was an incredibly heated Pelicans Phoenix rivalry. Mm. So my love for the big man from Denver, uh, you know, contrasts with my hate for Phoenix has been really exciting. So even in a game like today where Phoenix blew them out, won by 20 points, smoked them, incredibly entertaining watching Phoenix lose. But uh, Did you not just say Phoenix blew them out? Probably. Just to clarify for the audience at home, that didn't happen. Denver won today by Denver a lot. Denver won yes. by a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. My bad. So I was like, I was watching that. I feel, I feel, like, I feel like that didn't happen. <laughs> but yes. Um yeah, no, the but, but, but the series has been so entertaining. Um, you know, Devin Book is really getting the prime Broncos treatment. Uh, it, <laughs> fair, 
listeners, uh, NRL. Uh, What's that? The Brisbane Broncos. Absolute beloved favorites of commentators. They stroke Probably, them. Yeah, that's true. Stroke yeah. them harder than any other team. Yep, that's true. Devin Book is truly getting the treatment. Uh, I've heard the line, it's like a video game. You know, if you had a dollar for every time you heard that, <laughs> well, you'd be a rich man. He gets that because all the NBA 2K ads are all him. Fact. And that's true. That's really annoying. That's probably where they're getting it from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but, you know, credit where it's due, the way he shoots is pretty much like a video game. He just shoots it and it goes in. Doesn't matter who's in front of him, where he is, or the position he's in when he's shooting the ball. Uh, and now alongside with the Slim Reaper, Kevin Durant, who famously can just put the ball in the hole. It's One foot. Pretty ridiculous duo. Uh, seeing these two guys rack up 70, 80, 90 points combined with 70 or 80% field goal all on shooting. Uh, yeah, incredibly entertaining. But Denver now lead 3-2 going home to Phoenix. Uh, yeah. Going back home to Phoenix. Uh, should be interesting. Some would argue it's not a series yet because our home team hasn't lost oh. as well. Yeah, Denver actually. So every, 6-0. Everyone winning at home so far well, in this series. So it could go to seven. Could. Quite easily. Definitely. All right. Uh, quick. Uh, oh, you've got some other news here. Did you want to cover that? The assault. The assault. Yeah. Ah, it it's was important news. It was pretty funny. It was quite funny. Um, in the in game four of Denver versus Phoenix at Arizona, the basketball rolled out of bounds and was picked up by a fan, who happened to be the owner of the Phoenix Suns, who held on to the ball, sort of, mm. but at the same time, uh, Jokic, Denver's starting center sort of aggressively ran at him and tried to yoink the ball <laughs> back. The whole thing was a bit weird. Uh, Jokic knew what he was doing. The owner, Matt, absolutely knew what he was doing. Some other fan, getting excited in all the commotion, punched Jokic, who was then uh, resulted in Jokic elbowing the Phoenix owner, who sold a primo <laughs> flop <laughs> as a fan falling back into his seat. Uh, The random fan was ejected from the game from what we can only assume were very expensive seats. Mm, Probably ejected for life too, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, well deserved. Mm. Um, Bad luck. He got caught up. He wasn't worth $5.1 billion. I imagine he wouldn't have been ejected if he was. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) That's oil money. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, sure enough, if you quote unquote assault a $5.1 billion fan, you become the front page world news, Mm. which did happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jokic's response was pretty great going, I don't care how much money he has. He's still a fan. And then they were seen hugging before today's game, exchanging a ball. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Probably a bit of a meme. I think both guys seem... Like they would have the personality where, you know, maybe they've gained some respect for each other. The uh, owner of Phoenix, very, it's probably not even fair to say if he's little, just a normal guy. 
but he looks like a child. He's definitely little next to Jokic. <laughs> very, yeah. very much forced perspective next to Jokic, that's yeah. for sure. And, and he gave him a bit more than most of the guys in the league will give him. So, uh, yeah, I think there might be a bit of a mutual understanding of doing whatever it takes to win in the postseason. Pretty funny. At definitely, the end of the quite funny. I don't think an owner should really have much impact in postseason. No. If I'm honest. Uh, first of all, credit to him for sitting where he was sitting and not being up in like a box. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yep. If... One, if you're a billionaire and you don't own a sports team, you're a fucking weirdo. I don't get, care what you say. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you? Uh, the only thing, you know, that brings you true highs and lows in life is sports fandom. Um, heroin addiction? <laughs> not as good. <laughs> Mostly lows. Not, not as bad either. <laughs> Very little highs. <laughs> Have you heard of supporting North Melbourne? <laughs> All lows. Uh, but yeah. credit to him for sitting on the floor and not being up in a box with yeah. air conditioning and such. Yeah, yeah well, obviously yeah. he watched the. Um, he's been watching the AFL recently. Yeah, and every, all the coaches all the coach on, on the, the bench. bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no way Jokic knew who he was before. Oh, not a chance. After the game, not a chance. Yeah, yeah. not until he's he just on like the another guy sitting the on the court side. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Why would he give a damn? Exactly. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No. If you. If you break down the whole thing like that as well, uh, the owner definitely held on to the ball. Mm. That's a fact. Mm. It was kind of weird. Shouldn't be doing that. Uh, Jokic, arguably, as the player and the more professional person in the setting, definitely shouldn't have done what he did. Uh, you can't... There's a famous incident, Malice at the Palace, where a famous NBA player, Ron Artest, ran into the crowd and assaulted some fans. <laughs> Which I believe he was well in his right to do and was an absolute win for an athlete. These fans were jeering him and throwing full beer cups onto the court. That's rude. Yeah. They, they should get to fight one fan every year. Every athlete that should call be a out rule. one fan. That should be an them. absolute rule. Yeah. Well, that's much better halftime entertainment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the sirens start blaring, end of period two, and they open the glass and a Ovechkin just comes climbing up. <laughs> you're, you're just praying he doesn't stop on you. <laughs> I shouldn't have said those things. Well, I didn't know this was a thing. There's been times where people have been like jeering people, like players in the penalty box of ice hockey, and they like lean over the glass and they fall in, and, uh. and it's literally like you know, it's like a mouse in the snake cage. It, it, yeah, it's literally like a, a toddler stumbling into a gorilla's enclosure, um, <laughs> where where the ice what? hockey players is like, well, you're in my environment now. It just starts raining blows <laughs> onto them. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have to tranquilize the the hockey player? I don't think they've ever tranquilized a hockey player. No, they've never had to give no. them the harum treatment. No, harum bay treatment. Exactly, sorry, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's very much uh, you're in the ocean. Mm. <laughs> Sharks live there. <laughs> if you, you're running a risk, <laughs> enter at your own risk, sort of scenario. Uh, Especially for guys who are probably in the penalty box for fighting someone else. It's semi-realistic, well. yeah. yeah. Uh, in back to the uh, no, I don't know the altercation. Yep, yep, yep. Incident. Yep. Um, the way it was handled is probably the absolute best outcome. It could have been professionally handled. Mm. I believe Jokic was issued. A fine, yeah. Mm. Whatever the standard fine amount is, there was worry of him getting suspended, yeah, which would have been complete bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially given that I don't know, the other party had some, yeah, I don't know, uh, 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 
guilt bias perhaps yeah um like would yeah. obviously want Jokic to yeah. get um, my yeah. words are failing me but yeah they yeah. obviously would want uh, Jokic ho- to get knocked out the next game so hypothetically if he was suspended and Denver lost the series it would be oh, I don't even right. know it'd be even bigger front page news than <laughs> oh yeah owner gets assaulted um, but yeah I, you know as a professional player uh you're not meant to leave the court or really interact with fans or touch the ball so they had to do something Issued him a fine. I don't know if anything happened to the $5.1 billion man. I'd be surprised if it did. Such is money, such is life. Mm. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> Had to pay more tax, but doesn't pay in any way. So. <laughs> he was sitting courtside in Denver, mm. which I guess you'd love to see again. Bold move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think courtside seating in general is just a bold thing. Oh, absolutely. It is. It's, it's super just, weird. It's, especially those it. people. Looking at it. Especially because. Especially the ones that are between the scorer's table and the player's bench. Yeah, no. In not those like five or six seats on either side that are squeezed in. Unusual. Those are weird spots. There was a fan who, uh, in the Philadelphia game, I'm not sure if it was uh, the one today or the previous one. I think it was the previous one. A ball was going out of bounds. Um, and you know, players running at it, fan just is like stands up, grabs ball, <laughs> <laughs> like like still within the confines of his seat, like slightly in front of his seat, D- doesn't like step into the court, into the court yeah, or anything, yeah. but like I don't know, seven foot dudes running towards me to toss a ball back <laughs> in bounds. I'm not like I'm not standing up yeah. and grabbing the ball. Pretty wild. Also seems like interference with the game because technically the ball's not dead yet. That mm. yeah. it upsets me to no end. I'm. I said this earlier today, and I think uh, you obviously hope this never happens because mm. it would be tragic. But what would happen hypothetically if a player ran into a fan and exploded, knees shattered to dust, every tendon broken, career over indefinitely? Uh, there would probably be league-wide changes to seating. But I would think. You'd hope. One courtside seat at an LA game mm. is $3,500. Hear me out. Raise the price of the row behind. Oh. And also, seating would be then at more of a scarcity. Oh. Mm. Oh. Supply and mm. demand. Oh. This guy. Yeah. So combine the price of that front row seat yep. with the seat behind it. Yep. And then double it. <laughs> they need to get you working. It just fucking <laughs> makes NBA. sense. It's not only better for the players. Yep. It's uh, safer for the fans. Yep. Um, really good for business. N- no risk of I don't know onions falling off your hot dog onto the ground. There was a little Spilled girl drinks. that spilt her drink in mm-hmm. the Denver game. Mm-hmm. How did this little girl afford her courtside seat? Parents. Old it? money. <laughs> <laughs> not paying taxes. I give my uh, I give my child an allowance, <laughs> and she chose to spend Jeez. this week's allowance <laughs> on tickets for the whole family. <laughs> Courtside. Her allowance is also dictated by her contract with the family trust. <laughs> <laughs> and, and technically speaking, it's not an allowance; it's a salary. <laughs> <laughs> with with some sweet bonuses. <laughs> All right, into the uh, ice hockey, shall we? No. 
Uh, It it definitely may not be the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs year after getting out of the first round in the first time uh, for forever. Um, Currently down three zip against Florida. (laughs) Game four to be in Florida as well. What you don't understand is this is recoverable. They are actually going for the reverse sweep. Yeah. (laughs) Glenn Maxwell, eat your heart. (laughs) Ice hockey, Canada. Home of home of the game. Literally the home of hockey in the world. It's where the Ice Hockey Hall of Fame is. Truly. In Toronto. Uh, the beating heart. <laughs> losing to Miami, Florida. <laughs> not, the sunny not, Sandy not Coast. Even, not even. <laughs> where, the where's the stadium? The Panthers play in like Sunrise, Florida, which is like 45 minutes outside of Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> You know what? That sounds like it's um, just a bunch of dudes. It sounds like it's a really naturally uh, conducive environment to iced hockey. Great, uh, great location for golf courses. I've heard uh, half decent. Not for a lot the of F1. ice around. <laughs> There's some ice, but it's not the right kind. Definitely the... not the right kind. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Uh, after after the high highs of getting out of the first round, uh, the Leafs might have spent all their all their energy uh, celebrating. Yeah. Uh, the fans notably chanting, uh, "We want Florida," uh, even though Florida hadn't beaten the the Bruins yet. Um, perhaps they didn't want Florida after all. <laughs> uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I believe that game's on tomorrow. Uh, they could could uh, sweep them. Uh, the second round, which we're in now, has been a lot less exciting than the first round as well. The first oh, round yeah. had a few Game 7 series, like close teams winning by one, 3-2, 2-1, stuff like that. Mm. Uh, I think the first round beat the snot out of a lot of teams coming into the second round, so there's a lot of blowouts happening. Yeah. Which is, you know, kind of fun, but also like... As good, a neutral, I'd good. like to see a lot of goals it's, shared yeah, between yeah. the teams. It's good good for the over usually, but mm. not not great as a neutral, mm. just uh wanting ice hockey to win. Yeah. If you will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh and the other matchup in the East, the Hurricanes are now up three one versus the Devils. Uh they just won game four in New Jersey. So hoping to seal it out uh at home in two days time. Uh, that matchup hurts me. If I'm honest, mm. uh, shirt-wise, it's a tough one. It's white and red versus red and white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tough look for uh, for any fans who have perhaps an away uh, and come to the game in mm. the away jersey, mm-hmm. um, because the away team's definitely always wearing white. Yeah. Uh, first two games. This is a bit bit of a blowout series. First two games, uh, five one six one Hurricanes away. Devils won game three, eight, four. Whoa. Bit of an explosion. Uh, and then Hurricanes Somewhat. won again today, 6 1. Yeah, goaltending wins. Absolutely. Uh, it was one all after the first, and then the Hurricanes scored five in the second period. Was did they sub for the third? Uh, the goal. Oh, actually, I don't know if they. Surely they yanked the goalie. Yoink. <laughs> Surely they gave him the hook. They did. They did. And the uh, hey man, sorry, you must have like put in the wrong contacts. And uh, yeah, 
And then the uh, the sub goalie also let one in. So tough Only one though. Tough look for both of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not as bad as five. Um, the math works out. And then in the <laughs> in the West, the Golden Knights uh, won game three in Edmonton, so they're now two one up. Uh, game four tomorrow. I don't like that at Hopefully all. Hopefully the Oilers even up the series. Oh, There'll be trouble. Um, and the Stars cracking is tied 2-2. Wow. Uh, headed back to Dallas for game five. That's exciting. That's been a mm. uh, a crazy series so far. That's probably the one I've most consistently watched, if I'm honest. Yeah. The, the games have been happened to be on good times when I've been mm-hmm. actually been able to watch. Yeah. West Coast um, games. 5-4, uh, 4-2. Seven two, six three. The results mm. in that series so far. One of those today, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Uh, that was when I found out that you couldn't move the picture in picture in KO. That was correct. Mm. <laughs> uh, so for all those at home, um, don't try and watch anything picture in picture over the top of the NBA because it will uh, just block the score. You've a uh, vital part of the game, given that it scores so frequently. You've been able to move windows in picture over picture for over a decade and a half. In what? Conservatively. Uh, in general. Oh, in, in life. general. Um, I don't know. I feel like you over could move years, easy. File Explorer windows in fucking Windows 95. <laughs> <laughs> so... Ooh. I look like such an idiot, though. I was like, surely I just click a drag, and then it just puts the small game on the big screen. Yep, and it swaps like, it. You're and like, you're like mm. oh, you fucking dog. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, that uh, stars cracking game was pretty wild. Mm. So I wouldn't know it was too small. First, first period was pretty tight, and then the stars scored with just under three minutes to go, mm. and then they scored another. There was another four goals scored. In the next uh, twelve, uh, yeah, twelve minutes. So it got pretty, pretty rapid and out of hand. Uh, Outrageous. Six, six three today. Uh, for those uh, throwing out slanderous allegations of me being in unders better, uh, <laughs> I hit the over on both ice hockey games today. I'll have it known. Over five and a half. You just pump over five mm. and a half every time. What do what do they say? Uh, Elton John was married. Twice. <laughs> Me thinks the lady doth protest too much, perhaps. <laughs> I, don't, I don't speak to Shakespeare or whatever. All right, should we do yeah, a... hockey wins. By the way, where is Edmonton? Sorry, just checking in. Canada. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, I don't like them anymore. <laughs> Western Canada. I only just like, I only just switched on to that the other day. I was like, hold on. I feel like it's one of the most like northern cities in Canada eh? as well. Mm. So they don't have a lot going on other than what so it's over by like hockey. Alaska or something. Yeah, it's on Northwest. the way up, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't like them now. <laughs> Practically well, a two man team. I also don't like Vegas either, so it is what it is. Mm. Fair enough. Uh any any football in it today? There's a touch. I've got a sprinkling. Um, I'm sure the viewers are happy. Sorry, listeners. I've just clicked FaceTime instead of Facebook. <laughs> it's because Facebook's not coming up as an option here. What do I do? Oh. 
Oh. I've been hit with my uh, time limit on Facebook. Oh dear. Oh, After nine o'clock, I can't open. It's all good. I just I just press ignore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, here Take we that. go. So, uh, I've got a bit of a. Sh- I've got some fun facts. Oh. Are you ready? Only nine of the twenty managers who started this Premier League season are still in charge. <laughs> That's pretty abysmal. <laughs> that is a sacking rate of fifty-five percent. Shit job to have yeah. by the sounds of it. Wow. Yeah, and they've done like a. It looks like an in memorandum. Like brutal. That's outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, three of these managers are back in. Well. Frank Lampard is, mm-hmm. but three of them are all three of them associated with Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, seemingly Tottenham likes to go through them as well. It is what it is. It's a bit like um, the scene in The Incredibles where he's going through the computer of all the superheroes getting killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's exactly that. But Maddie, please were, make that. They, it has to be made. <laughs> Yeah, can you please? Yeah, it'd be a tough one. I mean, I'll just send you this, and you got all their headshots already. Mm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> also in Premier League football, there's a new record um, set. It's a little bit of a cherry pick, just Good. just a sprinkle. Go on. The new record for the amount. Oh no, sorry, I misread this. This not really a cherry pick. This is a new record for the amount of goals scored in uh, a day. Over three games. So, like, okay. you know, yep. s- semi-cherry-picky, but not too bad. Yep. Um, 21 <laughs> goals over three games. That's a lot of goals. Yep. 20 um, wins. I disagree. Optus <laughs> <laughs> uh, Optus sure. Sport reckons it's Premier League football at its absolute finest. Yet if I read, I'll read you these, and I'll, I want, I want an honest opinion. If you oh, think this is no. Premier League football at its at its absolute finest, Fulham mm. five, Leicester three, Brighton one, Everton five, Nottingham Forest four, Southampton three. Is that these, Premier League no. football at its he, finest? He's absolutely right. These are not the finest Premier League teams. They, they also at were all. not the finest games to watch. No. They might have been the finest game. You can look at the Leicester Fulham score and go, okay, I mean, 5 3, Fine. that's yeah. whatever. But Leicester played like shit. Yeah. They did not look good the entire time. Jamie Vardy bunged up a penalty too. So it's just like, I don't know, fix your fucking head. Brighton getting wiped was probably game of the day. $1.60 favourite Brighton. Dwight McNeil, cool, calm and composed, dodges defender, dodges diving goalkeeper and literally walks the ball over (laughs) the goal line. (laughs) I lost my marbles when I saw that. Um, and Forest Southampton, I mean, it has like relegation uh, connotations and such. Yeah. But also like... Who are those games did actually? Uh, all of them all did. Of them all did. of them yeah. involved relegation oh, teams. Yeah. Um, but that is li- like two teams. Yes. Uh, fighting for relegation. Um, Very much crab bucketing down there. <laughs> Lord. But yes, <laughs> uh, not good. 
No, not definitely not the Premier League's finest. Um, as much as I hate when this happens, the Premier League's finest is Liverpool Man City 1 0. I hate to say I don't it, think but that's it is. happened very recently. Yeah. Well, I, I agree. Liverpool I Arsenal 1 0. Yep. Yeah. That, those are the Premier League's mm. finest matches. Arsenal City I mean, nil all. Even the uh, in in recent memory, I can't, I think it might have been the Community Shield or something. It was like Liverpool four, City three. I think that was the one at the very start of the season. You know, yep. like the yeah Premier League winner versus the yeah, yeah, yeah. What, uh, FA Cup yep. winner or whatever. Yep. I'm okay with that score because yep. it's two good teams making yeah nice goals, yeah, not yeah. just like oh my two centre backs stayed at halfway. Exactly, and, and yeah. The winger just ran past the ball. You know, it's not a defensive breakdown of the other team that's mm. triggered the you know seven combined goals. It's uh, attacking Mo Salah at creating one end a goal and uh, De Bruyne mm. whipping it into Haaland at the yeah. other end. So you know, yeah. To add, to add to what you were saying, it would be classic Manchester derby, one nil, yeah, mm. even nil all, mm. but in the nil all. 42 corners. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just edging for 97 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Manchester derby. <laughs> uh. Well, I hate to say it because it's a bit of a meme at the moment, uh, recently at least, yeah, yeah. is Liverpool-Chelsea nil all. Yeah. When it was those cup finals... Last year, the yeah. first one, mm. the first one that was nil all went to extra time, went to overtime. Yeah, that was a ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. When it happened the second time, I was like, "Oh no, that this is taking." Here we go piss. again. Yeah, <laughs> and then when it happened during the regular season, I was like, "Are you fucking joking?" <laughs> um, but yeah, that's good football essentially. Mm. Yeah. Um, good football uh, is not played by Southampton. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, Southampton maximum right now can finish 16th. So they're not dead yet. Mathematically, they are not dead. Hanging in. <laughs> uh, but yeah, being bottom of the table, they're not looking good mm. with three games left. Mm. Uh, I was going to whip up who has what coming up, but um, I might just do that next week. Yep. Um, but I, the top four race is looking not bad too. Pretty FYI. toy. Oh, yeah. Um, I've actually got those here ready to go, so I'm going to hit them. Uh, both Newcastle and United have uh, four to play. Newcastle have Leeds, Brighton, Leicester, Chelsea. So I think they have... Very Maybe winnables. two gimmies. Yeah. In Leeds and Leicester. That two, is. two wins and, you know, two winnables, perhaps. Two, two, I, I, I Definitely drawables. Yeah. yeah. Um, United have Wolves, Bournemouth, Chelsea, Fulham. Mm. And it's current United. Yeah. I'm not sure. Know. I'm not sure about Wolves at the moment. I think they're on, the, I think they're on a resurgence. Fuck you. <laughs> <Fuck> yeah. <laughs> um, Liverpool, I think, have the easiest run in, which is me just absolutely jinxing the fuck out of them at this point. Right, Three losses coming right up. Uh, Leicester, Villa, Southampton. Ooh. Mm. Villa's the toughest game there. Um, but Liverpool. I still think it's not bad. $2.63 to finish top four. 
worth a sprinkle. $2.63? Yeah. What is United to finish top four? Dollar twenty-five. Oh. Newcastle would be like what? Dollar eleven. Oh. Worth a sprinkle. I think it is, because I United are not doing great. Unfortunately for United fans out there. Sorry, um Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's um, pretty much all I got. I'm not gonna put my tips in. Has, no. Has the race between Arsenal and Man City looked? Oh, it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, really? People are saying it's over. I th- Most journalism I've seen is people saying, Arsenal can still do it. Well, but I mean, I, mathematically, like, I suppose they could. Technically, they can. Uh, City's up by one point on the ladder, but they have a game in hand. Wow. Um, so, realistically, it's... Uh, it's sort of still anyone's race, yeah. but um, the biggest, mm. the biggest I think distractor for City is that they're very much up to their eyeballs in Champions League. Oh yeah, that was this morning. Yeah, one all draw mm. against Real at home. At home, like Real's home. Sorry, at like Real's home. Yeah, so they're looking good going in the second leg. Yes, sir. And the. <laughs> And the other side, well... The other side is the Milan Derby X2. Yeah. Which it, so they're travelling far. <laughs> home and home. It It is actually crazy that they both play on the same ground. It's, you know, Marvel Stadium, MCG vibes. Yeah, but... Do you reckon they derbies funnel are, derbies the... Derbies are so much bigger in... Oh, yeah, of yeah, course. And, Do you reckon they funnel the away team into like a little corner? They of have to yeah. because... Ticket allocation wise, they yeah. would have to. Um, but yeah, I think I think City still probably do just fine in the Prem. Um, unfortunately for everyone that likes not oil money winning, um, <laughs> given that they have Everton up next, mm. uh, that's lock of the week. They'll beat Chelsea because Chelsea suck. Uh, they'll beat Brighton because it's Man City, and they'll beat Brentford. Like they're they're all very winnable games. Yep. Uh, who does Arsenal have? They have Brighton next. Mm. Brighton have some big players. Uh, sorry, big uh, big matches coming up. They've got Arsenal. Yeah, you're right. One hundred percent right. Arsenal, Forest, Wolves, and then the United game United. that I alluded to earlier. Mm. So interesting. I mean, it could literally just come down to the end. Really, like yeah. down to the last week. Man City still has to probably be, win games. Yeah, it'll be well. Yeah, it'll be whoever drops points first. Yeah. So hold on tight. Ooh. Coming next week. Could be Arsenal outrageous. have bottled it. <laughs> it could be outrageous if Chelsea beat them. That would be beat City. Yeah, that would yeah. be huge. that would be massive. Then City would still be up by a point. Hmm. Some odds on Arsenal. We do need to. We we need to. I, I thought maybe we should, mm. but we need to touch nine dollars on Ryan Reynolds with his statement of, "I don't care if it takes three years mm. or twenty years, mm. Wrexham will reach the EPL." Yeah, I think twenty years is pretty generous, as we've touched on in a more uh, in a recent episode of the pod with Keelan. Some teams. 
fight for centuries <laughs> to get to the EPL, it seems, with their 20 million divisions. Absolutely. Yeah, but Wrexham have the benefit of massive funding. Yes. But, I re- but it's not oil funding, surely. No, but you don't need oil funding when you're non-league, <laughs> which is how they got out. Mm. With massive um, funding, how far and how consistently can they climb? So Could they reach the EPL in w- 20 years? The We've memed on them before. Luton Town. Mm, I did see this this morning. Luton Town, the, you know, the, the team that you enter through someone's fucking back garden, essentially, to their home stadium. Their, their ground literally does not meet Premier Bro- League standards broadcast for standards, broadcast yeah. and, I think, safety Probably. for their entrances, yeah. especially post-Hillsborough uh, disaster and such. They would have to... I saw they would have to spend $10 million on redevelopment of their stadium wow. uh, to be up to Prem standards. Uh, and I think their player uh, budget this year... Was six million? Yeah, not much for all their players in the championship, which is very low for the yeah. championship. Yeah. Um. In two thousand and nine, they were in the conference Premier League. I don't know how far that that is, but that is low. That is very low. So how many years is that? What's the what two thousand nine? Yeah, do the math. Fourteen this year. Hmm. Wow. By the way, it's a pretty historic climb. And that was a climb that began because they were fined for misconduct and docked points. Whereas Wrexham are starting with the climb with money and Mm. success. Mm. So um, It might might not be as far-fetched as I thought. Well, they stayed in non-league four years. So if you want to log the climb from... When they first climbed out of it, I guess you can take maybe maybe three seasons off that or so. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, that Luton Town thing was interesting because they still have a player that played for them when they were non-league as well. Actually, yeah, that's outrageous. So he, he could become the first player ever to play for a side that was non-league and then became a Premier League team, which would be wild. That would be so cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. That being said, St Kilda hasn't won a grand final for seventy-two years. That's so what I'm. Th- they've, they've been in the only league yeah. for that long. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I, I just, <clears throat> as we've now discovered, it might not be as outrageous as I initially thought. But the way I interpret, it's still outrageous. It's definitely the outlier. It is. Yeah. But at least the way I interpret it myself when I saw it for the first time was, you know. I think audacious or like, yeah, uh, laughing mm, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking twenty years, practically impossible. Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, mate. Luton Town are currently sitting third in the championship. Yeah. So you know they they'd be in the little tawny. Yeah. That'd be pretty crazy. And playing. I was gonna say I was gonna make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I held back, but yeah, that's pretty nuts. Very but, good goal difference. But they do... Something unique they have outside of the funding would be the publicity. Yes. People. Oh, well, they're the only non-league team I've ever fucking heard of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's already historic. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> Maybe except for that one that uh, Jeremy Clarkson sponsors. 
uh, that is non-league, non-league. <laughs> they are so, so low. I'm exactly. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> but I heard of Wrexham first. <laughs> <laughs> season one came out before season two of Clarkson's Farm. Yeah, Park. okay. Yeah. Uh, no spoilers, but you should watch Clarkson's Farm. That shit's fire. It's so good. Um, but yeah, crazy, isn't it? Especially when not even every Premier League team has a documentary series. Yes. Yeah. The non-league team has will have three seasons of the documentary, I guess, or two seasons of the documentary when they're non-league. Yeah, no idea. How many are out now? I haven't watched anything. One or two? <laughs> I haven't watched any. I feel like... Oh, you should. It's pretty interesting. It's on yeah. Apple TV, I feel TV, like there's right? two. I feel, I feel like, like there's, there's two. two already. So that would mean there's three seasons of non-league football. Yes. Interesting. Plus the next 20 <laughs> years of climbing up the ranks. Oh, my God. Wow, eh? They better not cancel it. I'll be pissed. Cancel like, when they get the championship. You're like, oh. I was about to say, I guess it depends on how they do. Yeah. All right. Should we flip a coin? Oh, or we can drag on for fucking another 12 minutes and log our first three-hour episode. Ooh. Up to you. Could do. Oh, can't we go home? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, NHL matches tomorrow, my predictions. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, you can give them. You can give them very quickly. Go. Um. Man. Come on, come on. The Leafs have been so <laughs> bad already. No, no, no opinion. Just um, no fluff, just results. I think the Panthers finish the sweep. Um, bang, bang, bang. What's the over? Game after the game. It can't be six and a half. Each of the games this series have been like 3-2. Um, Bet the under. <laughs> <laughs> you would. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I think Oilers get it done to even up the series 2-2 in second game. Uh, mm. Over seven, uh, I'd be tempted to take that. Um, in there, I don't know. That's a bit too high. It's so high. Um, it's boogies licking their lips. Yeah, exactly. They're like, you won't take it. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> a dog on a chain barking at you. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> I'm chained up. Exactly. Yeah. But it's sitting there like the... Like, Plumpest, juiciest, lowest hanging fruit. You're like, oh, it's Edmonton. Of course, it's going to go over seven. <laughs> like they've got one guy that scores four scores four goals a game. Right, just everyone else contribute a little bit, and you'll get there. Um, and then on Friday's games, uh, Carolina wins at home, and I'm going to go over five and a half in that as well. And uh, man, the Kraken are full of surprises, but I think Dallas wins back at home in game Aww. five there too. Uh, and then. I think that series still goes to seven afterwards. I hope so. Hockey wins. Okay, so in the Premier League, I'm going Newcastle. Oh, no. <laughs> then I'm going Aston Villa. Then I'm going Chelsea. Then I'm going Crystal Palace. Then I'm going Man United, unfortunately. Oh, maybe I pick the draw. Maybe they drop points. <laughs> I pick the draw for Southampton, Fulham. Nah, Fulham. Ah, oh, Southampton. Ah, oh, Fulham. City win against Everton. Brentford win against West Ham and their £120 million man, Declan Rice, allegedly. Uh, Arsenal win by three goals against Brighton. And uh, Liverpool fuck Leicester. Oh. Surely the Heat beat the Knicks tomorrow. $2.40 straight up odds. That's wild. That is wild. I certainly wouldn't take the Lakers' line of... Plus seven and a half because that series been has been blowouts either way, so it's not worth it. But yeah. you could definitely take them head to head at three sixty to finish a series. Oh, that would be wild. 
All right, let's actually flip the coin. That didn't take up nearly as much time as I thought it would. We're not logging three hours. We tried. Um, I Matt, also actually do want to go home. Whose so. flip is it? Is it Keelan's? It is. Wow, we. He doth be the device. Um, hey, he does speak Shakespearean. Uh, <laughs> exactly. No, I, I can speak it. I don't. I. I, uh, I don't understand it when anyone else says it. We need to have a nine-minute debate about this. Uh, temperature today. <laughs> uh, I just had it, and then. Oh, fuck! I think it was like uh, twenty-three today. Twenty-three. Uh, temperatures greater than twenty-two degrees. Uh, fourteen heads, thirty-one mm. tails. Uh, temperatures less than twenty-four. Uh, seven heads, thirteen tails. Mm. Uh, mm. Obviously, we did have a uh, mm -hmm. heads last time. My first mm. loss of the year. Um, tails could be due. Um, and you are ten and nine all-time record. Oh, <laughs> positive KD. Could be nine eleven. That's a really weird thing to say, Matt. <laughs> it's just numbers. Well, that's Matt's record, nine eleven. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of that awful thing that happened. Oh what? my god! Oh, I don't know. You're not ringing any bells. Something about planes. Mm. Yeah, maybe we should flip the coin. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Flipping. Heads. <laughs> 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 Heads it is. He squared it up. We're on. What do you mean squared it up? You're 10-10. Right? You put wins first, right? It's not a loss, loss to win ratio. It'd be 11-9. Uh -huh. It'd be you inversed. Oh, yes. man. Perfect. I'm the American date and you're the... Perfectly balanced. 9 11 wins. No, no. Ah. <laughs> no. Wait, no, sorry. You're the American date. I'm the. I'm the. Yep. Okay. Uh, yep. Uh, well done. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that sample should be at least halved. In like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only we had a guy that. Said he was gonna change all the samples on this dang device. Yeah, if only. I think it's actually easier to plug it into a computer, but the, the the listeners don't need to hear it. We can we can go home. When we make it big, we can pay Big Z to exclusively make all of our custom sounds. Yeah, and we can, even though we we're big, we just get him to do it the same way I was planning on doing it, which is YouTube to MP3. That's what my thinking was too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wilhelm scream <laughs> dot exe. Oh, why would it be dot exe? That's probably a virus. Don't run that. Yeah, true. <laughs> click everything. No, don't click everything. <laughs> As your friendly local IT guy, don't just click things. But they're so enticing. <sighs> the big flash there is, download there now is button. <laughs> hot singles in your area. <laughs> oh, that one's got me before. Stay vigilant, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. All right. On that note, uh, see you next week. It's going off. Hey. Goodbye. Ah, uh, whoops. See ya. <laughs>